he, you're going to tell us your team today. Oh, and you're starting me off the bat. Y- yeah, and before yeah. you answer, just remember I'm listening. <laughs> and I already don't have a high opinion of you. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I, so it's okay. Does oh. this solidify Brad as a bandwagoner? Oh, well, let's find out. Well, right, so I was having this conversation with Jack earlier and I was just like, Jacko, I don't actually know what team to pick. Who's still on the freestyle over it? Surely we're not using this. Episode yeah. 8. <laughs> oh, well, may as well get, get on, keeping on, keeping on. Welcome back to episode 8. Big news this week, uh, big news for the program, as Brad would say. Cleve's back. Welcome back, Cleve. Howdy, howdy. From a two-week oasis, three-week oasis? I think it's three. Long enough to be a holiday. Long enough to be a holiday. There was no holiday taken, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, okay, so how was everyone's week? How's everyone feeling? Yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah, pretty good. Good week. Um, had everyone around for smoked brisket on Sunday. Um, happy Father's Day, everyone. Yeah, happy Father's Day to all the uh, the dads out there, obviously. I've noticed this year the thing to say is Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures. Yeah. That's the thing to say, apparently. Yeah. I tell you who's my father figure. Who? Kirk Cousins' baby. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, how was your week? Yeah, it was good. First Father's Day, which was awesome. Jacko cooked up a massive storm and so did Tyler. Thanks for thanks for helping out and thanks for having us. But yeah, it's been a, been a good week. Just been working. Uh, played a lot of golf. Well, last week, not on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Jacko's just joking at the moment But yeah, it was, it was good Yeah, good, good stuff good Cleve? Stuff. Oh, same old, same old Flat out at work And then Checking them around at golf On the weekend Yep Sunday morning Beauty Except for How, it was How'd rain. you hit him? Not bad From the uh, recent form I've been in It was way better Yeah, that's so. better Sorry, couldn't hear you there <laughs> Thought you're drifting off to sleep. <laughs> Not yet. The um, but yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, yeah, pretty good. A uh, bit like you guys. Nothing to report, good or bad, which isn't a bad thing, to be honest. But how's the uh, how's the DMs going? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The boys are messaging me every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. As long as you're having fun, you're healthy, you're keeping safe. Yeah, I'm safe. And uh, and that brings us to the first segment of. What's in Tyler's DMs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it. That's a wrap on Tyler's DMs. <laughs> Moving on to live and golf. Uh, Jack, I'm going to let you take us away. Oh, God. I'm oh, Okay, it's here. It's here. So live golf on the weekend, obviously, just commenced. Uh, didn't commence. It finished. Just finished today. Uh, they were out in Boston, and I watched it. Did anyone else watch it? Just got a couple of snippets here and there from the highlights. It was a little bit busy all weekend. Highlights. Highlights. Yeah, just highlights. I yeah. watched this morning's round. Pretty good. Love the coverage. Fucking heaps of people there, eh? Yeah. Massive turnout. And yeah. you were saying, what was it, Jack? A Was it a, it was a, a concert, concert at the end? Yeah. Who was it? I don't know. But there was a concert. All oh, right. A free concert. Yeah, apparently they do that all the time. It's fucking pretty cool. See, this, they're, they're really spicing up the experience, aren't they? Yeah. So that's what you like to see. That's yeah, that is what you like to see. And I'll tell you what else you like to see. You like to see top fucking players in the field on a, a golf event. So how's that for a little roll on? It's <laughs> fucking awesome. Are you saying you don't see that in the PGA? No, no, no. Like you do, but I'm just saying that Live Golf, what we just watched, had an awesome um 
run sheet, time sheet, people sheet, full of people. Field? Field. That's the one. <laughs> well, yeah, a few people make making their debut as well. I'll rattle them off. Cam Smith, Joe Quinn, Neiman, <laughs> Mark Leishman, <laughs> Anaban Lari, Harold Werner III, and Cram- Cam- <laughs> Cameron Tringale. Tringali. Tringali. Apparently. And it's Joachim Neiman. Joachim. Joachim Neiman. Silent J. Oh, what did I say? Jackin. Joe, Joe Kim. Joe, Joe, Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> Joe Kim Noah. The J's are H. Yeah. So that was... Um, yeah, we'll fucking learn the alphabet. We're uh, transporting time travelling here. So we're going back to last Tuesday when this dropped. Uh, this was recorded on... These are recorded on Monday night. So we don't get all the news, but we just get the uh, end of the event pretty much. And yeah, so all these boys, they ended up signing on the Tuesday... Not so much a massive blow in terms of um, like a big news thing because I think everyone just knew it was coming. Yeah. So I think that took the sting out. Um, and then Harold Varner the third came out and pretty much said that he's uh, he's going for the money. So I think that was quite refreshing. I was surprised to see Cam Smith jump into it so quickly. I like, thought, like like straight off the back of the FedEx Cup yeah, into the Boston. I didn't expect that. Well, they play again in two weeks. Well, yeah. I think because he signed that contract, he has to abide it. Like, yeah, as in the, straight away. The debut yeah, would I guess have been so. set yeah. for, for live. And, I mean, it's only three three rounds, so it's not, it's not too strange. It's fucking hell, I'm gassy. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like he was having a good time out there as well. Yeah, like t- let loose a little bit. Shoulders were down, just like chilling, yeah, playing some golf. Almost a little bit of a stress free, stress free environment. Mm. Um, which I'm not sure if you guys think about it this way, but do you? Is this what the whole PGA fans are harping on about? Is this like stress free environment, 54 holes of golf, less competitive? Well, why is it less more stress free though? I'm not sure because. <laughs> You can look at it both ways. If the if the if the round of golf or the tournament is longer, if you're behind, you've got more time to catch up. Mm. And then you can look at it the other way: is if you're ahead, then obviously you don't have to hold a lead as much. So I don't think it's more or less stressful. Oh yeah, I uh, think I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not on like the, this is more less stressful. Like I'm not on that side of the maybe fence. maybe less competitive. Maybe because if you jump out to a big lead after the first round, you know what I mean. You don't. It's not as hard to hold it. Yeah. Do you think it's almost because they're getting the bag? That that would make it a lot less stressful. Like it doesn't matter if you win or lose. You've yeah. Cam Smith still got one hundred and fifteen million in his back pocket. Yeah, well, that is I, true. I would personally be like, it, like yes, I want to play to the best potential that I that I can be out on that field. But to have the money in the back pocket already, I'm I'm just chilling. Yeah, for sure. And I think what what you ended up saying there was. I think what they were hoping was going to happen in live events was shotgun start, everyone on the course at the same time and so many people in contention for the lead Mm. all on the course at the same time. So I think it was like of the top five in the last nine holes, every single one of them had the lead at one point. Or or having a chance to win it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, because you're also like coming on – Different players are coming on different runs of stretches. So some players are playing the harder course, and like sometimes you'll you'll face the harder holes early on. Whereas the PGA, you kind of like okay, 
or it's just based on tea time, you know. So, but going back to the signings, do you think that all these boys going as a group, do you reckon this took a bit of sting out on the public, kind of having a bit of backlash against them purely because there were so many of them? Or do you think it's because people have defected and people have already gotten angry about it? And then they're like, oh, fuck, it is what it is. We knew it was coming. The, hate's, the hate wasn't never going to last, in my opinion. No. It's like anything. Yeah. Well, there's definitely going to be your old timers that are forever to their grave. Fuck live. But for the most part, I think people get over it. I don't it's, think you can fucking say fuck live when it's been around for four events and you probably haven't watched any of them. Yeah. Like, so this Harold Varner the third, well, not this Harold Varner, but the Harold Varner the third, he came out and said, um, the opportunity to join Live Golf is too, simply too good of a financial breakthrough for me to pass by. I know what this means to grow up without. I know what it means to to grow up without much. This money is going to ensure that my kids and future Varners will have a solid base to start on, and a life that I could only dreamt about growing up. So I think that, in a quote, in a nutshell, from Live Golfers, it's like it wraps the uh, the fucking bow tie around what everyone wanted from everyone coming out, releasing statements going, I'm growing the game, all this bullshit. Yeah, for sure. So I reckon that he's kind of taken the truth route, obviously, and um, I think it's worked out for him. But I do think that if everyone took this approach, then everyone would just be like, well, these guys are fucking blood blood money fucking... (laughs) Horny dogs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's always got to be those people before him. It uh, it helps that he's not the biggest name ever as well. Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing as well that might have taken this, this sting out of all the other players joining is that Cam Smith has copped all the heat. Yeah. Everyone that's come out and said anything about these guys, it's been about Cam Smith. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love that guy. <laughs> see you in Melbourne, baby. I'll see you in Melbourne. And Brisbane. Brizzy? And Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. But the amount of money in Live Golf is fucking absurd. And the the commentators harp on about it. It's insane. So Joachim Neiman, highest purse he's ever won is $2.4 million from winning the Genesis Invitational. Keep in mind that that is a elevated event for next year. So I'm not sure how much that's going to be, but it's going to be more than 2.4 mil. And I'm pretty sure he won, well, he could have won, I'm not 100 I should have fucking fact-checked this before I started. Oh, you got to finish it. Go. So he won, I think, that or if not more today from one fucking event. Wow. So his biggest purse on the um, – anyway, someone else what, what, was he? Smith? Was that because he was part of the team? Oh, well, yeah. You got the, the team aspect as well. Yeah, so the team prizes and then the individual prize. Yeah, so each team gets 100. If you win – you get 150 million spread amongst the top or the, the four players in the team, and DJ so 150, uh, 1.5 mil. Yep. Sorry, uh, so that's a 750k each. So DJ, who won, won four mil for individual, and then he won 750k. So how's that for a fucking Sunday? Well, it's a good Sunday. Cash your checks, go to church, and kiss your fucking wife on the lips, or your dad. <laughs> yeah. Happy Father's, Father's yeah. Day. Happy Father's <laughs> Day, Dad. <laughs> well, I mean, Cam, Cam Smith copped, copped a milli for coming tied fourth. Yeah, so Shit. that's what I'm saying. The amount of yeah. money is fucking absurd. So, um, Can I ask a question? Who decides who's on what team at uh, the moment? The captain. 
So I'm pretty sure they do a draft. That's awesome. And and it does it change every week? Um, I'm not 100% sure because the Must four, do if camps the four races. Joined. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I think now that they've kind of got their 48 set, I think next year, because everyone's contracted, obviously, it'll be a lot easier to be like, okay, this is in this team, whereas the first three events there were people joining, um, like Taylor Gooch joined. And then DJ joined, and like obviously not everyone's here for the whole event, but yeah. So I think that anyway. What was you, what were you saying? My question, yeah, you sort of answered my question. I was asking who decides upon oh, yeah, who's cap- on yeah, what team. The cap- short answer: the captains. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. In a draft format, because you wouldn't want it to be like a, a set in stone team like any other sports league, and one particular team just buys up all the talent. That would make it very uninteresting. Well, if it stayed like this at the moment, four aces just kills. Everyone, yeah, like they, they have yeah. such an OP team. They came yeah, that wouldn't fifth, work. Fifth in the first event, first event, and then <laughs> they've won the last three. Yeah, it's fucking well, insane. I mean, you have who's in that? DJ Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, and Pat Perez, uh, the big money man. Do you see that shirt he wore? The fucking money shirt. <laughs> fucking he's he's done it where he's gone out wearing the money pants and his Jordans. Yeah. So I think when Cleveland. When Cleve was last on the show, we touched on how many viewers that Liv got as a total. Um, and in this, well, this last event just then, today, they had 729,000 viewers on YouTube just for that one event. Crazy. Isn't it growing? It was just on the final round. Yeah, that's why I just Isn't said. It plus growing? another 500 odd for the first and second round. Yeah. So it's definitely growing. And I'm going to ask a question here. With the current roster, already being so star-studded and the viewers getting more and more, where do you think it goes from here to continue its momentum? Well, I think the last time I was on, I was talking about um, the potential to have leagues in it, you know, all over the world and then... I love that idea. Have qualifying for it and the top two teams from every oh, So it's like all team-based? Yeah, but like continent-based or area-based, whatever. You could have US qualifiers, European qualifiers, Asian qualifiers, that would be Australian unreal. qualifiers. Yeah. So instead of playing, you're <coughs> telling me that instead of playing individual golf, you, like us four, could go qualif- to a qualifying event for live, and if we win the thing, we're the team and we get in. Yeah, I mean, but they're all plus handicappers and we're all... Oh, no shit, <laughs> but this is just hypothetical. Yeah. So, fuck, that's hectic. That's, yeah, that's a mad idea. Well, like, who would the Aussies have? They would have Cam Smith, Mark Leishman. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. And... Jackson Bugdowski. Yeah. <laughs> or Alex Edge. <laughs> or Min, Win, Min Woo Lee. Min Woo Lee. <laughs> oh, um, friend of the show. What's his name? Always forget it. Daniel Gale. Daniel Gale. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. That's a star-studded team. That is a star-studded <laughs> team. <laughs> but <laughs> I... So, I... I reckon the way it would go is that you would have your what is it the top forty eight? Is it 40, yeah top forty eight? F- top forty eight, and then I think you would have to do like a relegation kind of thing where play, players drop out, um, and then they put money into the Asian tour. Mm-hmm. So I feel like anyone who gets relegated for for a tournament or the several tournaments that's coming up, they would play in that Asian tour. You'd have to do it over the season, wouldn't you? Yeah, you have yeah. to do it. So I think you'd have to depend what route they take because if they do team qualifying events compared to individual qualifying events, then that's a completely different ballpark to this 
the top 10 people on the Asian tour making it this year and the bottom, like, I don't know who decides that. Is it off world ranking points? Is it off or world ranking leaderboard? Like, mm. who's the top 48? Because it's shotgun start, so you'd think that there's, if there's three teams... Or, I mean, you... Or, or three players on each tee box, then you can have 54 players. Yeah. I mean, they could even do, you know, like they could have their marquee players. So, say, 24 that are, like, rock fast, they're going to be there in the end games, whatever. And then you just have qualifying for the other 24 spots. Oh, like, so you're saying that they have all those big boys that they've signed. Yeah, but then you'd get, like, a monopoly. You'd have fucking Man City versus fucking, (laughs) I don't know, Kellyville Colts or something. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, Jacko, run us through what actually happened today. Oh, God. So, well, I watched my TV. I was actually at the gym, believe it or not. I went to the gym. Well done. Didn't do a work. I was watching the golf. So. No, I saw I saw you on the on yeah, the Apple Watch. Cycling. You did an indoor was, cycle, yeah, and indoor then you also did a the strength golf. training. Yeah, I was watching the golf the whole time. Yeah, Both exercises right. that you can do playing golf. Yeah, so I think Cam Smith, uh, Lee Westwood had a sixty-two today, which is huge. Uh, yeah, Cam shot Smith under. contested uh, after a kind of a poor round yesterday. She got himself back up there, and then um, bogeyed the last hole. So just sent a fucking wayward tee shot. Anyways, if you didn't watch it, just go watch the highlights because it's fucking unreal. The shots that happened on that golf course made me so horny. <laughs> it was Peckable. ridiculous. Putting was good. Like, I don't – yeah, I think that's what happened. DJ won. It went to a playoff, first ever playoff in Liv, obviously, four, four events old. Um, Matt Wolf got a hole in one. That was the first ever one in – Live golf, so I think awesome putt as well to finish it off. Yeah, did you see? Unreal, yeah, unreal putt. Playing Eagle. fucking hockey, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was going off the green if it didn't hit the hole. Oh yeah, Taylor Gooch had the exact same putt, exact same spot. Pro- hit it a lot softer than DJ did, and it went like ten foot past the hole. There you go. So when that ball was going up the hill, I was like, oh shit! I think this. Uh, what's his name? Anebri Lari is going to win. <laughs> Anaban Lari. <laughs> well, he, he had a chance to win it, didn't he, Jack? Before he actually went into yeah, the playoff. Mr. Neagle part. Mr. Neagle. Slotted what, a... What, was it a seven-footer, eight-footer? Yeah, it wasn't even that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fucking burn the edge and... That, yeah. I mean, yeah. Gave it a run. Gave it a run and that's all it is. Yeah. But I love how at the end when DJ actually won, they came up like they were all happy for him. Yeah. Like they came up to him, like giving him high fives, smiling and stuff like that. And it was just, it was just awesome to see. I feel like you don't see that a, crowd get amongst it as well. I feel like you don't see the competitors coming up like that in the PGA. No, it's just a yeah. That's because there's shake, not a know? there's not a twelve million dollar difference. <laughs> <Yeah. in first>. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Very even true. the last event, who was it that won that? Abraham Answer, and when he. No, Henrik Stenson won it. Sorry, the one before that, that Abraham Answer won. Um, After he sunk the putt on the last hole, like his whole team like rushed the green, started spraying him with champagne. A couple of like the other European players came over and started jumping around with him. It's a little bit of a um, F1. Yeah, I was just about to say that. At the the podium. Yeah, on the podium, the F1. They get up on the concert 
on the stage and they fucking celebrate the team. Yeah. And pretty cool. Also introducing this week, shorts. Yeah. So they're allowed to play short or they're allowed to play in their shorts out there, no longer long pants. Get the legs out. Yeah, mm. that's get what some, I reckon. Get some sun on your legs. Oh yeah. I like it. I think it's a shorts are a must. Especially here in Oz. It's fucking hot. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. So I've got I've got another question for you, lads. Once teams once all these teams that we're talking about in live become available to buy, what brands do you think we'll see buying in? The Parker? Hang on a second. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that sort of answers my question, what I was saying about the teams. Is it confirmed that at some stage teams will be set in stone? I'm pretty sure that... Or is it just the captain? So you buy a captain, basically. I think so. I'm, like, I'm not sure. I'm not the person to talk to about this, but from what <laughs> I've read and what I've listen to a lot of the live executives are talking about an f1 type of format okay so um interpret that how you'd like but how i'm going to interpret it is that like you get big brands buying teams and then the billionaire owners just like all right i want this guy this guy this guy and this guy go fucking hit a ball for 14 events and but then it, be then it becomes so lopsided because the billionaire that you speak of with the most money is just going to go poach all the best players. Yeah, there's no salary cap. Yeah, now all of a sudden you're talking about like a Yeah, but they can't they can't give contracts to So how do they decide the teams? I don't know. I'm not fucking there on the board, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just ring him up. Maybe it's like a lottery? Yeah. A draft? A maybe, draft. maybe it's I, like I think, a uh, I think the draft is the way to go. Like a fantasy draft. By <laughs> I reckon I reckon you basically buy a captain, so a team, you buy a ta- you create a team. And then you buy a captain. And then the captain picks. And then it's draft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you buy the captain. But have you well, seen ba- the NBA? Based on the last week's results? No. Nah, you yeah. have a captain season long. No, no. I mean, like, if you're going to do a weekly draft. Yeah, there'd have to be some sort of point system to mm. rank them. So, like, the team that came last gets the first pick. and Yeah, for sure. So yeah. It'd have to be like Yeah, that. but then you'd get too much movement in the leaderboard. Surely it's just set in stone. Like you've got, you can draft. Like it'd be like the NFL. You draft picks in between. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you would have to establish something like that. But we'd like Cleve saying that last picks first and stuff like. That. Then you don't get the four races winning every to- like tournament. Yeah, but then you've got, and like, you still got the same captain. So yeah, but then you yeah. got DJ at the four races or whatever the fuck it's called, and maybe it's like, or what it is now, Taylor Gooch, Pat Perez, and. Patrick Reed, not saying that any of them would go number one in the draft pick, but what happens if they tank and then they take Cameron Smith? He'd be a captain. You reckon? He wasn't a captain this year, this yeah, week. he's captain. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, so much <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what what brand do I think? I am sticking with Red Bull because they've, they've built a theme of buying professional sports teams. They've got um, Red Bull Salzburg in the... Wow. It's RB Salzburg. RB. Because they can't uh, legally sponsor teams. So, But the symbol is literally yeah, Red Bull. It, but it's two bulls. It's not the Red Bull logo. Uh, uh, well, then you got Red Bull and F1. chestnut. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I never noticed that, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's, I remember reading something about that. Um, Wasn't, isn't there a Red Bull team in the MLS or there was at some stage? Yeah, there was. New York Red, Red Bulls. New York Red Bulls. Um, With I reckon they, they bring back the big tobacco sponsorship. <laughs> you have the Marlboro Aces, <laughs> <laughs> the VB Aces. Uh, uh. Um, 
I, don't, I actually don't have an answer for this, but also just have another question. Where does this lie with golf sponsorships with Titleist, TaylorMade, and having that backlash? Is that only a backlash to the Player. individual players? Yeah. Like, I, th- I think if you saw brand, like those brands come on as Team team TaylorMade, Team Titleist, Team fucking Callaway, Team Striction, it'd be fucking sick. But then you'd have the, like Tyler, we were talking about this earlier. Then you'd have the problem of being like, well, what happens if Cam Smith's on Team Ping and he's full kitted by Titleist? Yeah, okay. So yeah. I don't think you could do that. Yeah. Unless they're having like, that's their athletes. Like that's their, yeah, yeah. But I think there's just too many athletes that are well, sponsored by these brands. I think it's going to. Different teams. I think it's going to go down to nationality. It's going to be the Aussie team, the Chilean mm. team, the Japanese team, the American team. Well, can you imagine actually Team Taylor, mate? It'd be Fuck. Dustin Johnson, Matt Wolf, Sergio Garcia. Oh, who else? Um, Taylor, no, Taylor Gish, Callaway. Um, but I think Team Tyler's would be stacked. But in live, it's Cam Smith and... That's all you need. Who else? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, we're, we're talking too much about Liv. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's so piggish. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anything, uh, that's what uh, four straight meals of brisket will do to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, are we ready to move on? Yep. I think so. NFL week one. How good? <laughs> September is actually a really good time in sports because the NFL starts, NRL finals, EPL's underway. Uh, you got the AFL finals, NBA season around the corner, so it's a good time to be alive. That's a long corner. That's a it's a long corner. Um, a- so week one stars, but before we get into some of the key games, Brad, he you're going to tell us your team today. Oh, and you started me off the bat. Y- yeah, and before wow. you answer, just remember I'm listening, <laughs> <laughs> and I already don't have a high opinion of you. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I, so it's okay. <laughs> Does oh. this solidify Brad as a bandwagoner? Oh, well, let's find out. Well, right, so I was having this conversation with Jack earlier, and I was just like, Jacko, <laughs> I don't actually know what team to pick. I, like, I, I'm stuck. It's not like the NBA where I kind of follow a player and stuff like that, or like the NRL, Craig Wing, Roosters, that kind of scenario. Yep. So the NFL, I've never... You're straight stuck. Oh, yeah, I've never watched. I've only played on fucking you're Xbox One, I think. <laughs> yeah. Or 360 even. You're the uh, um, you're the stepsister stuck in the washing machine kind of stuff. <laughs> 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 I don't even know that saying. Oh, it's a whole new genre. Oh, God. Stuck. It means he's, he's, means he's oh, royally oh. fucked. See, I so. told you guys I don't watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I've got an auntie who lives in Oklahoma. So I said to Jacko, Jack, what's the nearest team closest to Oklahoma? And I had two, te- two teams to choose from. One's not super close, but it's the, close, the second it's closest the, yeah, one. Yeah, the second closest. We'll go right? on. So I had either to choose from. Kansas City Chiefs was a bit further, right? Or I had the Cowboys, right? Cowboys closer. Uh, Dallas Cowboys is is closer, but those were the two teams that I was like, you know, rightio. Like, I'm but you don't have to pick on the back of that. No, no, I don't. No, <laughs> you, right? you could have thrown the Texans in there as well. 
No, nah, don't nah, go to the Texans. No, no, they're <laughs> way further. The yeah, no, no. Houston. You don't want to be going for them. <laughs> so then I was like the I was like the um, Jacko. Well, I'm kind of leaning towards the Cowboys because <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole. It, you're writing a children's book here, Brad. What's the team? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, I've actually enjoyed this story. I'm, I'm going to go fuck myself. <laughs> right. So I was like, I'm leaning towards the Cowboys because Cowboys. North Queensland Cowboys, like the only NRL, <laughs> only NRL team that's in there apart from oh, the Eagles, know? close to the Sea Eagles, the yeah. Raiders, the Titans, Panthers. Oh fuck! Okay, no, Panthers, yeah. is it? Oh yeah, yeah no, there is Panthers. Yeah. Panthers. Um, don't want to get them on. So, <laughs> I've picked my team, and I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Anyway, Brad, you know where the front door is. <laughs> well. As soon as I said Cowboys, Jack goes, hey, you can't beat them. No, you can't. They're <laughs> I don't like them. I'm not a, I'm not a, like, I like Kansas City, but it's just the fact that you've chosen the team that's made the AFC Championship game four straight years and probably has the best quarterback in the league for the next 15. Take the Bills. I'm, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. No, it's your choice. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, right. Let's go. Well done. 2022. So who's your favourite player on the Chiefs? <laughs> <laughs> on the chief, Juju. Yeah, nice, nice pick. <laughs> few TikToks. Yeah. Not much actually on the field, but few TikToks. Yeah, I love his name. Yeah, Juju on that beat. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster. All right, nice. so that's that's my team, and uh, I know it's a bandwagon, but you know you can't start off at the bottom. Does no. Cleve have a team? The Cleveland Browns. Cleveland. <laughs> Carolina. Yeah. We won't cover every single game because we don't have enough time to go through 16 games, believe it or not. So I've singled out four games in particular um, that I think are probably the most intriguing games. For this week? For this week. Okay. Um, so let's see how we see them playing out. We got Rams at home versus the Bills to kick us off on Friday, Australian Eastern time. What do you think, Cleve? I reckon that's going to be an extremely close game. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like the Bills. Yep. Josh Allen, what a man. I think he's going to get it done. Him and, um, is it Stefan Diggs? Stefan Diggs. Pretty lethal combination. Dynamic duo. Yeah, unreal. Yeah, back the Bills on that one. Rad? I was going to go with the Bills, but Rams won it last year, didn't they? Yep. Defending champs. Defending champs. Just because Cleve went with the Bills, I'm going to go with the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much my reason. Uh, I'm here to watch it. I'm here. I'm. That's it. You better be tuning I'm, in I'm, on yeah, Friday. Fucking oath, You better man. be telling your new apprentice, hey, get on the tools because I'm sitting down <laughs> and having a long lunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, think, I think the Rams are going to take it out. You do? Yeah, defending Super Bowl champs, so... I think they'll come out strong. Okay. I actually think I'm going to say Bills because Rams have lost Odell Beckham. They've lost Darius Williams, Von Miller, new offensive coordinator. So I actually think that the Rams are going to get off to a pretty slow start this year. Nice. Odell, is he off contract? He's a free agent. But he's. I'm pretty sure, if I'm remembering this correctly, he's doing his rehab with the Rams, and the moment he becomes healthy, he's going to sign back with them. If I if I read that correctly, I did see something with that that they had kept uh, his locker 
yeah. in the stadium, which is weird. Training facilities, so yeah, you would assume he would sign back with them. But why, that, like, well, that wouldn't would be to he, the playoffs. Why wouldn't he sign while he's injured? Because he'd go straight onto the um, onto the IR list, which is injury reserve, so he can't play. So there's, they sort of said, well, we're not going to pay you to sit on the sideline. No one else is going to sign you. So they're, oh, they're, they're paying for all yeah. his rehab and keeping him involved, but he's actually not signed there until he's healthy. Okay. Yeah. There wow. you go. Uh, so, yeah, Rams are – I think they're going to struggle to start the season, to be honest, because they got worse, no doubt, lost a lot of depth. So I'm going to go with uh, – the Bills purely because they got better. Simple as that. I like it. What do you think about the Chargers versus the Raiders? Chargers to win by a modest 10 points for similar reasons because the Raiders had a pretty big change during the offseason for the better, to be fair, but I still think that the Chargers on paper probably have the most well-rounded team in the NFL. So I'm going to go with continuity and I'm going to go with Justin Herbert because he's a gun and Fuck Derek Carr, and that's about it. <laughs> I did tell uh, Brad to follow the Chargers. Yeah, he could have. That was the one. <laughs> anyway, too late. It was the one that got away. <laughs> the one that got away. The one that got um, away. I'm, I'm going to follow you into this one, Tyler. Yep. Again, the uh, Chargers. Yeah. yeah just on, like on paper last year, they were already insanely good, but now they're going to be obviously injury free, but that can change. Khalil Mack just walks into a good side like that. And that man is an absolute freak of nature. Yeah, he's been he's been sitting on the shelf at the Bears. Like I forgot he existed, to be honest. And then you remember when he was at the Broncos, he was tipped to be what Aaron Donald is now. So you throw him into a good defense in a good situation, it's going to be huge, huge, unreal. Yeah, and um, just Justin Herbert, he's like got the most upside. Yeah, some people are saying that like he could be better than Mahomes by the end of the, Mahomes by the end of the year. I mean. It's not my boy. <laughs> not my boy. <laughs> it's a big call, but it's not an unrealistic call. Like, he is just... I don't know if he's got the skill set to overtake Mahomes. He might have a better season, statistically, yeah. but I don't know if he's got the skill set for it. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is absolutely electric. But yeah. I mean, he's got that. I love Justin Herbert. Yeah. I'm taking the charges too, so that's always good. Brad? Uh, I'm going to take the charges purely on because Derek Carr looks like a big toe. Nice. He's actually a big golfer as well. Is he? He uh he put a video up. Any good? I think he's all right. He put a video up probably three or four months ago. He's like, oh, just had the golfer's worst nightmare out here playing by myself, and I just made a hole in one. Oh, oh fucking <laughs> boo hoo! Bullshit. Yeah. No yeah, way. Off your big toe. Allegedly. <laughs> There's no way that he's making thirty-eight million a season. Didn't at least have a caddy with him. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> or a mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he's got a lot of friends. Why? Funny to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it's excited to see Devontae Adams play there, though. That'll uh, be interesting. That's right. Devontae Adams, top 10. Top you 10. Know, yeah, yeah. In the in the standings. was it, I think he came in at sixth. Yeah. Mm, best, receiver, say, yeah. best receiver in um in the competition. Maybe Cooper Cup challenges that. But uh, this is probably the first time Derek Carr, in, de- in his defense, is playing with a legitimate number one wide receiver since college. Oh, good on him. So <laughs> maybe we should give him a chance, see how he plays. I haven't written him off. No. Uh, Cowboys versus Bucks. Go, Cleve. Um, yeah, hard one. I think the Bucks, but it'll be a real close one. I think um, Ezekiel Elliott, see, 
back full strength. Yep. Dak Prescott. He's finished though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd take the Bucks in that though. I'm going to go with the Bucks because Cowboys don't have my heart and Tom Brady. Go. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say the Bucks too because the Cowboys suck. I reckon the Buccaneers are going to absolutely pump them. Yeah. Because I was looking at the depth chart today actually and I was like, holy shit, the Cowboys got worse. And they choked last year, and they got worse, worse. Like, they lost to Murray Cooper. Offensive line looks dodgy as. So, I reckon, uh, look at the Bucks. They're going to be healthy this year. I think they're going to make the Super Bowl just quietly. So, yeah, Bucks to win by at least 24. Oh, wow, big yeah, call. Huge call, but I back it. And what about uh, the new favourite team, Brad, versus the Cardinals? Chiefs versus Cardinals, what are you thinking? Got to back my team in. Got to back my team in. Okay, Brad. I'm going to put, put you on the spot. On I want you to tell me why. Because <laughs> I like him. <laughs> it's, it's like it's not often like, Brad's lost words. It's like uh, tipping the Roosters every week. You just got to back him. You know? <laughs> it's like tipping the Penrith Panthers every week. He'll have a better reason him. next week. Yeah. He'll be like, "Wow, they look good in red." <laughs> Can you see the color red? Well, I thought they they were orange, but. <laughs> really? <Nah. laughs> For the listeners out there, I am colorblind, partially colorblind. So yeah, but yeah, backing it in. How about you guys? Um, I want to say the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and I think he's put his reps in in the preseason. So hopefully, that big man can bench so and bench that team to a win. Well, that's actually a good point because I'm a bit sceptical over this new receiving course, but the fact that he did play big minutes in the preseason can't hurt. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. A bit of an adjustment to the um, the offensive playbook as well after they got found out last year. So I think it'll be close because Cardinals are at home, but I'll go Chiefs to win by give or take three points. Nice. I like him. Do we think Kyler Murray's been doing his homework? They took that out of the contract. <laughs> oh, I know, but obviously it was a point of concern. So no, yeah. we spoke about this already. Yeah, yeah I know. But it's this is I, – I think I'm going to take the Cardinals. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not against it. Chiefs by three is in a big margin, so if Cardinals take it. And, I mean, you've got JJ Watt for one of his three games of the year <laughs> to play before he gets injured. <laughs> when he's on the field, he's unreal. Yeah. And then he'll just break something or tear something and then – They'll be average. That was sort of like the moment that happened last year, that coincided with Cardinals just dipping massively because I think they were 8-1. Yeah, and they then had such a hot start last year. Yeah. And DeAndre Hopkins is actually out for, what, six weeks with suspension? Got done for doping? Mm, what a goose. So that's going to be huge. They're going to have to throw the ball to Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Can't ca- he's, mo- he's fucking useless, that guy. Like he's good in open space. But he cannot track a football. The ball go in the air, and he loses it. Who else have they got? What a uh, goose! Uh, AJ Green. AJ Green. Ron, they lock Rondal Moore. Oh, yeah, he's not bad. I tell you who they don't have: Justin Jefferson. No, they don't. Tell you why? Because you need Justin Jefferson to beat the Packers. Jack's going to tell us why the Vikings can beat the Packers this weekend. And I really want you to convince Two me. Two words: Dalvin Cook, baby. Why is that? Because he's just big and fast and <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Are you convinced now, Tyler? 
Yeah, I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. It's always close when we play them. No, that's not true. Oh, sometimes it is. <laughs> that's definitely not true. It's sometimes true. There's been some close games. Um, and yeah, so. I, I like the Vikings. I don't know why I give the Vikings so many second chances because every year they prove me wrong. But maybe it's because you go for them and I feel sorry for you. <laughs> but I really like the Vikings to beat the Packers. Why? No idea. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Just get that feeling. Well, you're going to have that tingle, thing, feeling and that tingle in your balls because it's going to happen. Yeah, well, I'm, put, I'm putting them in my multi to win this week. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Kurt Cousins to throw three touchdowns. Against probably the best defense in the league this year. Don't care. It's Kirk Cousins. I love him. No, nah, Kirk Cousins, one rushing touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jacko, why do you go for the Vikings? Uh, I think we touched on this a few episodes ago, but in math class, I picked it out of a hat. Oh, I don't think we did touch on this. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Oh, oh yep. there you go. The old trusty hat. So, oh, nice. Yeah. I'm a Vikings fan through and through. I bleed purple. <laughs> Skull Nation, <laughs> let's go, baby. Skull. Can you? Do you think you would survive at a Minnesota game in the middle of winter? Uh, yes, because they have a brand new stadium. It's probably got heaters. Um, it's indoors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you'll be right. It's got heaters. That's what I'm saying. I'll yeah. be fine. Um, and I will survive in a Vikings versus Saints game because I was there and I did it and I did survive. Wasn't that in New Orleans? Yep. <laughs> Fuck those guys <laughs> Up the Vikings Let's go baby You're in the home of Swamp Pass And Aaron Rodgers sucks So Okay Anyway let's move on to the NBA Before you get too wild <laughs> uh, We'll just touch on a couple of off right there. <laughs> A couple of um, Key headlines Over the weekend Donovan Mitchell Traded to the Cavs For Laurie Markkinen Colin Sexton Three first round picks Two unprotected pick swaps And some other guy That I can't pronounce his name But he's not important So Knicks fuck it again, basically. Like every time they get a chance to get a superstar, they fuck it up. It's too much for for Donovan Mitchell. It's too oh, much. I'm so? I'm happy the Knicks didn't. They were thinking, a man like a man. What the fuck's his name? Emmanuel quickly. Quickly, um, Robinson, fucking who else? R.J. Barrett and two first round picks. But the thing I can't understand is. The Cavs didn't give up that much. So why was the asking price so high for the Knicks? Because they're shit. Because we've got so many good players on our roster. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, before we go any further, two unprotected pick swaps. What do they mean by that? So basically, in the, in the years that the pick swaps are assigned to, whoever's got the better pick, the uh, Jazz can turn around and say, I'll swap my pick for your pick to the Cavs. So they get the higher pick out of the two. Oh, wow. So it's it's a big haul that they got. I think it, it's a bit of a win-win, to be honest, because you've got Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. They're all under 25. They could develop into any... Sort of like how sort of like how the Celtics developed their young players and made the finals this year. Yeah. I could see a similar trend. I mean, the Cavs have just, like, elevated massively with oh, that yeah. trade. Got and worse defensively. Yeah, but I feel like this is just... Um, Danny Ainge just doing what he thing. does, you know, when he did that with Boston and just rinsed Brooklyn because everything, all their picks. everything you see from Celtics right now is as a result of Danny Ainge. Yeah. So he's obviously taken the same route. I think they've got 15 first round picks in seven years. That's insane. If you can't get at least four good players in the next seven years, something's wrong. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, with that trade, the Cavs get better. Obviously, they go into playoff contention. Straight into the playoffs. I was just about to ask that. Does that change their ceiling now? Well, my ceiling was already playoffs and now definitely, no doubt. I I think they they could be looking at a top four finish now. And, you know, with that, obviously, your draft picks become worthless Mm. because you finish better. So your first-round pick is going to be lower and lower and lower. Most likely. That's right. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Good observation, Cleve. So I, I think it's a it's a great move for both teams because, you know, they weren't really doing much with him in Utah. I think he kind of had got to his ceiling with what they were going to do with him. Well, the moment Rudy went, he was gone. Yeah. It was just a matter of where. And I didn't, I didn't even think about the Cavs. I don't know how that came about. No, but that's mad. Yeah, I rate it. I rate it. Uh, any other thing? Anything you want to say about that, Joe? No, just nope. whatever. Okay. Fuck off, Donovan Mitchell. I was about to buy your jersey too, you prick. <laughs> not um, anymore. Get you a Cavs one. Not anymore. I'll stick to my LeBron James Cavaliers jersey. Thanks. <laughs> do you have one? Two years. I do. Oh, and a Kyrie Irving one. From the Cavs as well. Yep. I didn't do know you? that. Yep. Does right. it fit me anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon I he stole that from you when? We were yeah. in Europe. I was yeah. in. I got photos taken in a club in Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he retain the number forty-five when he yeah. comes over? Yeah, he will. No one's wearing number forty-five at the Cavs. So you've got the the Cavs in the East getting stronger, and you've got the Celtics in the East getting weaker. Yeah, you do. Kalinari out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, he did that doing in FIBA. I don't know, some FIBA event. Yeah, in the, in the World Cup qualifier, I think. Um, they thought it was like a meniscus tear, mm. and then it turns out to be a full ACL. You fucked it, so he's out for the season. What do you reckon? Do you reckon this? Uh, as in, do I think it's going to affect their finals chances? Yes. I think it makes it harder because he was brought in there to be that puncher scoring off the bench for 18 minutes or so at this stage in his career. Do I think it means they can't make the finals? No. But does it make it harder? For sure. Because that was a great move. Last year you had nothing coming off the bench. Now you've got Gallinari. You can drop in. Well, they had Gallinari. No, they didn't. They had. So I'm past tense because they don't have him anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the plan though. Yeah. Um, but little little um, suggestion here to the Celtics, if you're listening, Brad Stevens. Uh, oh, no. You've got the same. You've got the same name as the uh, general manager of the Celtics. He doesn't have Stephen. Anymore. Oh, well, you used to. Well, my name isn't Brad Stevens. Oh, Stevenson. Mm. Oh, Stevenson. Anyway, it's not that either. I thought that was like. Anyway, <laughs> it's Brad Xavier now. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that's neither here nor there. Um, so, Gallinari, right? He's older, big dude, and he's basically there for a scoring punch off the bench. Correct. Yes, sir. So, what about you put him into the rehab room, say, fuck off, Danilo, and you say, ring-a-ding, Carmelo Anthony, come on down to the Celtics. Is that not the perfect replacement? I think Carmelo Anthony slept on majorly in the NBA. Yeah. Like, bang, 15 points off the bench every day of the week. Overrated. (laughs) Oh, no. Overrated. Why is he overrated? (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly right Carmelo no, Anthony That's to you Brad <laughs> Carmelo Anthony Is the Ricky Fowler of NBA No he's my pride and joy Okay Just like J.R. Smith Okay <laughs> so Don't fucking be talking shit about them 
All all Jack ones. He is, is on the one of the high scoring point scorers in the NBA. So you can suck a dick. He's going to come off the bench and he's going to score twelve to eighteen points. Well, he hasn't a game. been signed yet. That's yeah, a good idea, isn't it? It's a great idea. It's perfect. Do I want to see him in a Celtics uniform? Fuck no. <laughs> but yeah, for a vet minimum, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. I reckon that makes perfect sense. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think Gallinari being out does makes that big of a difference? I think uh, you touch pretty much perfectly yeah. on it. Yep. I think. I don't think it's the be all and end all, but obviously it does make a bit of a dent. Yeah. I think so. it just it it doesn't make a dent in the sense that it's like impactful it's just like they put a fucking mod on and they took the mod off that's pretty much it it's just a little chink in the armor yeah they just didn't upgrade so yeah. with saying that with you saying that now that he's doing rehab and whatever and now to bring in camello is there a trade window no he's a free agent he's not signed with anyone there's a good chance he might not play again and he might be done right no one wants to pick him up okay so because like, they've got a trade window don't they yeah, so that's for if you want to trade from one team to the other. Right, okay. So if you're a free agent, it's a free-for-all? You can sign whenever, wherever. Yeah, nice. Yeah. There you go. Nice. i tell you what they should do. They should bring that into the NRL. Why? Which one? If, if, you're, if you're not playing for anyone in the NRL, you can do the exact same thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the NRL, uh, we've got a little bit to get to because it's finals time. Wow. Is that exciting, Jack? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> We're here, we're here, back end of the season. Yeah, we indeed we are. So we'll run through game by game and we'll, um, we'll unpack it for you guys sitting at home. Fuck Gus Gould, listen to us. Panthers versus Eels this Friday. What do you guys reckon? Come on, Jacko, hit us off. Go on, Panthers fan. <laughs> yeah, go on then. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You mentioned uh, off the show that Cleary... Being out for five weeks is quite concerning. Yeah. Um, and then Brad kind of reiterated and made me feel a bit nicer about that. So apparently he's been playing with the, the against the first grade team. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a fucking slog. I think it's going to be a great game. If there's one team to beat the Panthers, it's going to be the Eels. But I kind of hope it happens. You hope that Para beat the Panthers? Yep. Why? Just I like think, last season. I think that Cleary, we just need the extra game in, as like a full squad again. You definitely don't want the extra game. I think we need it. No, if you can have a week off and play three games to win a grand final instead of four, you're taking that every day of the week. I don't know. Anyways, what do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Penny Panthers here. I reckon Cleary's going to come come back fit. As a fucking fiddle. But not match fit. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He is MVP caliber. He is. Like, he, like if if the Dallium doesn't go to fucking old mate down in the Illawarra, ben, Benny Hunt, <laughs> it's going to fucking, it's going to him. No way. He's missed five weeks. He missed the start of the he, season. He should just get it every year. Should just <laughs> get it every year. He's a fucking weapon. Right. You have five weeks off. And he's not injured. He's just suspended. Yeah. Like, and he's been training against the top, like the, the, the number, number one, one team. team. Oh, jinx. Yeah, the number one team and and like saying like, like giving shit to them, saying like get to that spot because he's fucking, he's like, that's his error. You know, like it, 
to be doing that is just like against your own team as well and like having a laugh and like putting shit on them. It's just they, I reckon, 30 plus this game. Wow. 30 wow. plus. 30 plus. Wow. You beat them by 30 plus. Beat them by 30 plus. Holy shit. I, yeah. I, really? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so too, but yeah. fucking hell. Holy 30, shit. Like that, 30 plus. I think if you towel someone up like that, in a finals game, and then they have a rebound week. Like, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, especially against the the Roosters. Yeah, you, which get, it will you be. get spanked by 30 points in the finals, and then you have another game the next week. So pack your bags. We're going to we're going to Carbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you should actually lose your second chance if you get beaten by 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, they- reckon, I reckon Mitch Moses is going to try try doing too much and. Uh, 30 plus That's my prediction I think that You sort of hit the nail On the head there It's going to be more A matter of What Parra turn up with Than Penrith You know what you're going to get From Penrith Like clearly out five weeks For me it's concerning But if anyone's Going to be capable Of just pulling something Out of the hat It's going to be him So I would be worried That the Eels rock up After smashing Broncos Storm The week before And then before that They played another uh, The two weeks before that They played two more Subpar teams I'm worried they're going to rock up thinking they can just throw the ball around and get a win. If they commit to going through the middle first and gaining momentum and then going wide rather than just swinging it out to Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, then I think they're actually a legitimate chance of causing the upset. But um, I don't know. Power time and time again in the finals, they, they seem to go wrong. So uh, you said by 30, I'll say Penrith by four. I think it'd be close. I do think if there's one team... That's going to beat Penrith. It's going to be power for sure, and it's not going to be in the finals. Yeah, that's right. It'll be this game, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it was the same last year with the Rabbits, and then turn around and towel them up. So, yeah, no, back the Panthers, hundred percent. But up the riff, come on, boys. So who are you actually backing there, Cleve? I'm because taking Panthers. You're taking what's? But I'm saying what's the score? Oh, I reckon it'll be a high scoring game, but I reckon it'll be thirty two to twenty four. 32-24. big points wow. for Panthers game. Full-strength yeah. Panthers score. I'm like, I'm like the polar opposite of you guys. I think it'll be low-ish scoring and it'll be close either way. But the only reason I can't tip para is because you, you don't want to – if someone shows you themselves like para does, you, you can't ignore it. Yeah. So 100%. I have to go with Panthers. Year but after year after year. I'm going for the Eels though. Fuck yeah. off. Oh, hang on a sec. Who, what? No, I, no Pen- I do think Penrith will scrape out a win, but I want Eels to win. So who are you tipping? Penrith. But you're wanting the Eels to win? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I didn't say my score. I really want to get involved yeah, in this now. So <laughs> I'm saying Penrith to win 26 to 10. Yeah. Oh, we're doing score lines now. Fine. 12 yeah. 8. <laughs> nah. No, I'd, say like, I'd say like 16 12. Yeah. 16 12. I reckon Penrith will keep them two tries. And it, that's a Friday night game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Indeedy, indeedy. So your second game of the finals, we got Storm versus Raiders. This has the makings of a cracker, as do all the finals games this week, to be fair. Uh, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's going to be a little bit of a uh, – what's the word? Where it's talked up to be something great and it's not. I think the Storm are just going to roll over them. Yeah? Yeah. I think the Raiders put up a performance, but again, it was against the fucking West Tigers. So, like, I think us four could verse the West Tigers and scrape out a win. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be with four players. So. 
<laughs> and I've I don't think Cleve's played footy in a few years, and I certainly haven't either. So it's uh, <laughs> it's been a good ten years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with Grave out a win, probably fifty four. <laughs> I'm back in Jacko here. The Storm, Jerome Hughes back is huge in. Yeah, massive. Um, Cam Munster back to the six. Uh, those two just going at each other. They've named him at six. With each other. But he'll yeah. switch back to fullback at kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Same same like every week. And yeah. hasn't, he, hasn't he been magnificent? So him with, the, with his hands on the ball that much? It's insane. Yeah, he's like a little rat just roaming <laughs> yeah. around, just like wanting the ball in his hands no matter what the occasion is. Not many players can have a bad game like he did against Para and then also have a good game, if that makes sense. Yeah. So he, yeah. set up, he set up two tries. So he had like 20-something touches. 20, tw- yeah, 20-something <laughs> runs and um, did most of the um, kicking, played fullback. He must be fit as a fiddle. Um, so, yeah, I sort of – I don't know, Canberra – their forward pack's firing, but I just sort of put all my faith in Craig Bellamy that they'll churn out a win one way or the other. I don't think it'll be my, by much. I think in sort of the 6 to 10 range. Yep. You reckon? 6 mm. to 10 range from Storm winning? Yeah. Yeah. I don't hey, how good is Joseph Tarpany? He's the best Tar- prop in the comp. Sorry if I got his name wrong. Tarp- Tarpany? Yeah, yeah that's Tarpany. Right. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And Hudson Young? <laughs> I'm sure he does, though. Yes. Did you see his try on the weekend? I know it's against it. He's been know. scoring tries it, like for the last like eight weeks. He's just about the form background in the comp outside of Nanai. Fuck, I wouldn't go that far. Have you been watching Canberra games? Yeah, I know, but I'm not saying... I'm, I'm he's saying, been that like, good. Yeah, yeah like, I don't disagree, but I wouldn't say he's... I wouldn't say he's top five. No, I'm not saying he's a top five second row, but form-wise... For, as in, like, yeah, the last couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't disagree. What do you reckon, Cleve? I like the Raiders. Ooh. Yes, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I think it'll be a close game, but I reckon it'll be a high-scoring game. The Canberra have had the wood over them up there last few times, haven't they? Yeah. So I don't know. I was after. I know it was only against the Tigers, but you know, you put that kind of score on a team. Oh, but that was it was with no Whiten. Yeah, like that's a massive confidence booster. Yeah. Whiten back this week. I, th- I think so. I don't even know why he was out. No. Well, the team list gets like, brought tomorrow. out tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So I'm sure tomorrow. he is back. But Can you? Yeah, I reckon Rapana is going to get over for a couple. I love Rapana. A little bit of Xavier Savage action. I'm a savage. Yeah, good see. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us a score prediction real quick, Jacko? Um, Storm. Let me just fucking look into the future here. Just thinking about it. Don't have to think because I know. Storm, 28 to 16. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll go – I'll stick with Jack's 28 sort of range. I'll go 28 to 22. Ooh. Okay. One try in it. Yeah. On Raiders, 32 to 24. Okay. Jeez, that's a high-scoring game. Mm. I'm going to go with the Storm at 24, Raiders 12. Hmm. Nice 100%, con- 100% conversion rate. No, no, no. So it's going to go three tries and they miss the conversion. Every single one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they got kicking for him? Uh, Jamal Fogarty. Kicks about 79% on the season. That's respectable. That's he? 79? Yep. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm still going to back myself. Yeah, back yourself, Brad. (laughs) Uh, Sharks, Cowboys. So this one is a hard one. Very interesting game. But can I just special shout out to Tom Dearden because he's got balls of steel. Was predicted to be out four to six weeks. Two weeks later. Or Or he's got small balls. Well, that wouldn't make it any less painful. <laughs> speaking from experience, <laughs> nah. Um, so yeah, that was that's crazy. Anyway, it's not important. I just thought good I'd comeback, put it out there. Comeback. Didn't he have a great comeback on the weekend as well? Yeah, he played awesome. Did he play? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Holy dooly! Two weeks later, Great. he's had surgery on his balls. Why would you play? Why would you play if you don't have to? You're against the understaffed Panthers. Um, I think they had a chance of sneaking into the into second, so they yeah, wanted they had, to get the win. They had a chance to get a game up in North Queensland. Uh, so, yeah, two plays three, and it goes to the home ground. So, like Sharks and team. Cowboys yeah. would have swapped spots, basically. So, ScoMo's going up to North Queensland, really, is that what's going on? No, no it's not. in, it's in Sharks, Cronulla. Yeah. Well, we Wait, don't know what? if it's at Cronulla yet or if it's at the call. Oh, yeah. yeah that's bullshit. That fucking weird. Yeah, that's absolute bullshit. But anyway, story for another day. I drove past the core stadium today. Did you? Yeah. What were you doing there? I had to return some suits. A core stadium? Oh, no, I didn't. What's that one? Yeah, that's Homebush. Oh, no. No, you drove past Allianz. Yeah, the new oh, Allianz. Oh, yeah, the new so. Allianz, yeah. 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 Uh, how do we oh, see this one playing out? Sharks, Cowboys? Uh, Cowboys getting up. Okay. I just think that um, oh, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And... um. You know, what I say comes true, so I'm just going to say the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm tipping the Sharkies here. Uh, Sharkies, hopefully they get a game at home. The wetter that Nico Hines' hair gets, the better he plays. <laughs> so That's true, actually. <laughs> he's an absolute hey, freak. How does his hair always stay wet? Don't know. It's always wet now I think it's about just, it. That's just hot boy in him. Yeah. Maybe he's just got very dark hair. No, I'm telling you, it's always uh, wet. Yeah. And he plays better when it's drenched. I wonder if he just walks around squirting his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Goes down for coffee down in Cronulla. His, his manager's just behind him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm going to go the Sharkies against the Cowboys and I'm going to go with a low-scoring game of 14-8. Okay. It's a bit of a weird one because they've both got top three defences in the comp this year, but they've also both had plenty of games where they've strung together big score lines. They've got plenty of strike power. I honestly couldn't split them when I was looking at the teams. So I'm going to go off the back of Sharks have the more experienced forward pack with Dale Finucane, McInnes, uh, Wade Graham, all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to say when the going gets tough, I'm going to take experience over the young guns. going. That's right. So Sharks by four. It'll be close, and I'll probably roll. Valhams doesn't miss twenty two eighteen. Dang, is Talakai and Holmes against each other? Is that the match? Yeah, no. Or are they? No, they're both sides? left side centers. Yeah. Okay, so they're not going up against. So it'll be Ramian up against Holmes, which is pretty good matchup yeah. as well. And then Peter Hiku and fucking great center matchups, yeah. both sides of the field. Yeah. They actually re- relatively evenly matched all across the field. Sharks probably have the edge in the forward pack based on experience only. I'm not saying in terms of the quality of the player. And Cowboys probably have the more stacked back line if I had to choose. 
Isn't Matt Moylan having a fucking awesome season? Oh, what a bounce back. Yeah. Just a yeah. yeah. <laughs> friend of the podcast. Well, friend of Cleve. <laughs> friend of Cleve. <laughs> he only knows him by Cleve. Yeah. Once you That's go, true. do you know who Cleve is? He's like, who? Cleve? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Cleve. Yeah. We're good mates. We go way back. Yeah. I don't think he'd recognise me now without the uh, old curly moustache. Oh, with. bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. No, it was too much. No, I like it. Bring it back. Shave the beard off. Keep the mo. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to back the Sharks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Can't go. Oh, you can go past them, but yep. I think just it'll be a close game, but can't go past Moiser. Yep. Nico Hines. You definitely yeah. can. No, you can't. He's in good form. <laughs> nah. Not sold. Thanks. Oh, every, everyone went Sharks, but that. <laughs> yep. No, I, like if the Cowboys win, we'll not be surprised at all. No. But if you're trying, if you're splitting hairs, you gotta you gotta clutch at straws, you know. I wonder what their uh, their percentage of wins away from home is. I'd well, like know that. I'd say majority of the teams, based on the fact that they're higher up the ladder, usually the percentage would be heavily skewed towards the home teams, based on that. But I don't know, maybe sixty-five, thirty-five sort of split. Yep. Um. Here we go. Here we go. Roosters versus the Rabbitohs. Go ahead, Brad. Oh, man. Don't we have a lot to unfold on this game? Just like with Roosters having few players out, Joey Manu, not sure if he's out for the season or if he's out for... Two to three weeks. To the three earliest weeks. he can come back, supposedly, is the prelim, should they get there. Yeah, that's if they get there. Um, and then injury concerns on JWH and Sam Verrills. Not sure. It's on a day-to-day process. Uh, but I've got to back in the boys here, and I'm tipping the Roosters. Had an awesome win against them last week. Uh, like pretty much both stacked teams. Not many, not many players were out, and well, a few were out. Damien Cook, Cam Murray didn't last no, long. Cam Murray didn't last long, but I'm not sure if he's back from his HIA this it's week. It's not he confirmed. Is he's back. He's uh, going back to training. Yeah, but he still has to get um, passed to play through HIA. Yeah. 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 But he's back. Um, Suwali, we didn't have a Suwali last week. Or Toops. Toops yeah, yeah, which is massive. Two wingers. Um, or Radley. Is he back this week? Oh. Surely you can't have a seizure and just roll back in two weeks later. Yeah, I don't know. But I looked it up earlier and there was no news that he wasn't playing. Mm. So, no. well, well, we'll see when the team list comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, having Suwali and, and Toops back there makes a massive difference. Uh, with the thing with Suwali though, his manager came out this weekend saying that they want Tedesco to move on so that he can play fullback. Crazy. I just want to get your quick thoughts on that. First of all, it'd be a bit awkward for Suwali and Teddy at training, don't you think? Like your manager's come out and said, yeah, get rid of your captain so that you can play fullback. Yeah, the New South Wales captain and also... The, Surely the Australian the captain Australian for the World captain, Cup. Yeah, and Terry the best Evans. fullback yeah, in the game. Yeah, by a large like margin. Three or four not seasons a, now. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, get, yeah, just get weird. rid of him so Suwali can play. Yeah, I reckon Suwali will jump over to Union, go play World Cup, then come back. Yep, and I'm all for it. Yeah, he's going to be what? He, he's 18 now. By the time he plays the World Cup, has one season there, he's going to be 21, 22. Yeah, so he's still in his prime. Fucking oath. Uh, yeah, backing up the Roosters, I'm going to go with a 28-14 score. 28-14, Jeff? Um, oh, no, Cleve? 
You go. I'm not ready. Sorry, but um, just because Brad's <laughs> tipping the roosters, I'm going to tip the roosters. <laughs> 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 and that's fair enough. <laughs> no real reason. Uh. Um, no, honestly, I think the roosters will get it done. But yeah, there's nothing really more to add to that. Yeah, I think we're just looking red hot. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the roosters. Yep, as well. I think the uh, the fiddle has been played for the Rabbitohs and they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say your goodbyes and uh, your fair wishes. And uh, I'll see you next season, Latrell. Yep. Say hello to me next time, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Walk around like your shit don't smell. Yeah. Unreal. Enjoy your points bet three fucking point contest with Shaq, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, hit us off. Yeah, what's going on? Too many, too many form players for the Roosters. Kiri's cli- uh, clicking. Sam Walker's clicking. Angus Crichton, best form I've seen him in years. Um, Nat Butcher's just turned into bloody Tupanua all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Teddy again. You always forget about him, and then all of a sudden he strings together like two months of footy, and like holy cow, it's not even close. Like he's <laughs> the best. He's the best player. In the comp, like he's like he just reassured us that it's not Nathan Cleary just yet for me. Um, the only way South make a finals run or, or a deeper run is if Latrell gets more involved. I've been watching him the last few weeks and he just parks himself out on one edge and like he's got the skill to string together like a Jared Hayne type 2009 final series, but he just doesn't get himself involved enough. No, so doesn't put himself in those positions where Jared Hayne did. Ben Barber. Yeah, like, exactly. We're talking about guys who Is just, got, Barber just got amongst it. Oh, no idea. <laughs> no, he's driving trucks up in Cairns. Well, there you go. I think nice. he plays AFL. Really? Yeah. Does he? Not in the AFL, but he plays that sport. <laughs> <laughs> so do, do you think with Joey Manu, that's obviously a massive loss, but do you see that them coming to a loss because of it? I think so. They get through the Rabbitohs this week. Let's just assume they face, say, Eels next week. You need a little bit more strike if you play a team like the Eels compared to the Rabbitohs. At maximum, if they if they can get to the prelim somehow, some way, and Joey Manu comes back in, then my position stands. They could make grand final. Without Manu in a prelim, no. Don't see it. There you go. There you go. What do you reckon? Oh, me? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at Jack and I was just like... You're doing the jacket? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you go, Jack. I don't even know what you're asking. Oh, it's just like, do you think Manu? Yeah, he's a bit of bit of a blow oh. for the Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon he's a massive blow, and like you said, that um, <laughs> like you said, if they make a prelim and he's there, like fucking oath, they're making a run. But I, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Seems to be that way. So, based on majority rules, one second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, no. Elevator music. Elevator um, music. So, <laughs> so, if Storm win, who picked Canberra? Me. Fuck off, Clean. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, so, if, if Storm win, right, they'll face a loser of... Eels Penrith. So based on our predictions, it'll be Eels Storm next week, and it'll be Roosters Sharks next week. No, sorry, Roosters Cowboys next Roosters week. Cowboys. Yeah. 
Didn't we all pick Sharks except? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the, the loser, loser of the plays yeah, the yeah the winner. Yep. Oh, I think if Roosters end up with the Cowboys without Joey Mano, I think they will lose. I I agree. Yeah. yeah. Play, I think playing any of those top four teams without Joey Manu. Yeah, just yeah. makes it hard. Yeah. Beautiful. There you go. So, bit of this, bit of that, oh. which is, oh. Am I not going to do my tips for the finals? Didn't we just hear your tips? Oh, I guess so, but I feel like you got to say, Jack's Crystal Bowl. <laughs> okay, sorry. Welcome to Jack's Crystal Bowls. Okay. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. How the fuck do you feel not tipping the Dragons after they won? How the yeah, fuck do you feel? Fucking. How the fuck head. do you feel not tipping the Titans, mate? Yeah, well, they shouldn't have lost. I tip the Titans. Did anyone see Reese Walsh get hooked? Did he get he, hooked? Yeah, he was on the um, he was on the radio, and yeah, he was asking to go back on. Yeah. Anyways, he, he told him to sit down. Mate. Yeah, the coach well, he's never did playing the right there thing. again. Yeah. The coach did the right thing, said sit your ass down. Well, no, he didn't because they lost. And learn how to fucking play some football, cockhead. (laughs) Enjoy it. Where's he fucking going? Broncos. Oh, enjoy the Broncos. Yeah, fucking good on you. The Broncos. He's probably uh, he's, they suck. he's probably asked they the, uh, do. he's probably asked the coach. Oh, can you take me back after that score against <laughs> with the Broncos game? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you sign me? <laughs> anyway, so Tyler's tipping comp here. Um, very stressed. You get very stressed. Oh, so, so my stressed. problem is, my problem is, I'm sitting on the couch. It's always on a Saturday over because Jack's home. There's three games. I'm like Jack. I don't know about this. I don't know. Can you change your tips before the game? Yeah, I've got oh, up until okay. five minutes yeah. before. But it's no good because then I get stressed. Yeah. Anyway. Very stressed. And then the more I ask Jack about it, the more he like starts to feel bad. Like, oh, well, what if he's actually right since he, <laughs> he watches footy and I don't? <laughs> and then I, he agrees with me and then I lose and he gives me shit rightfully so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I did that on the Dragons game last week. Although I, I did want to... Never, ever, 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 ever back the Broncos to win that game. At some stage, you did say, no. "Yeah, just go Broncos." I did, did you it tip for your moral? The comfort. Broncos. Yeah, you changed your tip. Yeah, <laughs> you are fucking delusional. No, but I was, I was I already had the shits because I wanted to change my Warriors tip to the Titans, and Jack's like, "Nah, don't do it." Well, one right, point, one point. You can't be pissed off at that. Yeah, right, no, but rightfully I, so. I was. It was. Like, I, it was fucking there. The perfect round was there, and the Warriors just gone, hey, look at this 14-point lead. How funny would it be if someone just lost it? <laughs> <laughs> In seven minutes. <laughs> let's yeah. let's fuck up our lead. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, at our uh, home ground in front of the stadiums you haven't watched sport in, like, three years. Yeah. There you go. Merry Christmas, guys. Did anyone the last game of the season? <laughs> you <laughs> fucking idiots! Did anyone watch that last seven minutes of that game? Yeah, it was. Can you tell me what <laughs> happened? Because I had a multi on and I needed Warriors to win by three and a half, and I was walking around with a bit of a strut because I thought I was home. No, Titans by three and a half. No, 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 no. no, no he Warriors had the Warriors by three and a half. By three and a half, and then every time I checked my phone, bang, six point, six point, six point. Oh, what the fuck? It's the classic Warriors. It's it's literally the classic Warriors. They they. They thought they had the game in the bag. And that's Didn't we all? It. Yeah. Purely fucking hell. Anyways, so we'll move on to Jack's Crystal Balls finals edition. Go on. Panthers. Horny. All day, every day. Storm. <sighs> After some careful consideration <laughs> with the Sharks versus Cowboys. I'm still sticking with the Cowboys. Oh, bang. Okay. Whether or not Tyler takes it or not, 
No, I'm going to have to this week because I, I don't want to cop this anymore. Ro- <laughs> <laughs> roosters versus Rabbitohs. I'm going to take the Roosters. So nice and short this week. Only four teams. Well, lucky four, 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 games. four games. Lucky you did bring this up because I've got my NRLW tips. Broncos to beat the Eels at home. Roosters to beat the Titans away. And the Dragons to beat the Knights. Nice. So just so everyone knows. Nice. Dragons are coming in hot. I yeah, in the comp. it'll it'll be it'll be dragons and roosters in that grand final. I'll tell Again. you what. Every single time I open the NRL app, and I get a little excited because I see the dragons or the Broncos, <laughs> and they're up, and I'm like, I fucking tip them, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, this is the women's game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun fact for you guys, by the way, this is round five of the NRLW. Uh huh. I'm 100% on my tips. Wow. Just so you guys know. Haven't got a single one wrong. Wow. So. How many games are there around? Three. <laughs> well, 15 straight tips is all right. It's pretty good. I reckon that's pretty good. It yeah. is pretty good. good. Thanks, Brad. Good percentage. 100%. 100%. Yeah, just stick to the 100%. Though. Don't tell anyone how many tips there's been. Well, everyone knows the NRLW. Everyone's big fans here. Yeah. Jess Surges. <laughs> <laughs> We're all big fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. Yeah. All right. You should um, DM it. Already have. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think I did one night when I was pissed. (laughs) This was like years ago, though. I've been a long time fan. Was it seen? Huh? Was it seen? Don't think so. You want me to check? Unopened. (laughs) (laughs) Who else have you DM'd? That's a a star. I bet. A sports star. I bet you've DM'd Derek Henry saying, get well soon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he just gave me a dirty like Jake Dom Dravovich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking flog. <laughs> Enjoy your uh, off-season pal because you're not playing in the uh, – where, where's he not playing? The World Cup? World Cup. Yeah, you fucking – Anyway, I can't – I don't know, but I'm pretty sure she didn't say it. Anyways, in the next bit of, bit of this, bit of that, Tyler's DMs. <laughs> Did you do it? Did you find it? No, but I'm pretty Did sure she didn't. Her? I did message her when I was pissed with Isaac. <laughs> Ishak Ishak A uh, bit of this Bit of that So A few different sports Around the sporting world Obviously Being sports um, First of all Bam Bam Tuivasa Loses to Cyril Gane By KOTKO In round three Do you guys catch the highlights Catch the fight Yeah Tuivasa Acted like he was knocked out In In one of the One of the hits That he got and then threw That he copped And then Threw a massive right hand At me <laughs> Like Missed like fucking huge. There was daylight in it, and wow, he knocked what, um What a fight! He stunned um Garnet quite a few times. Knocked him down once, and then on another one threw a wild left hook and had him stumble. I'm not sure if he Garnet lost his footing on that one, but um yeah, big. I mean, no one really thought he was going to win, and it was a huge effort. He probably should have been knocked out ten times before he did, and he fought on. So shout out to the Aussies. It's always going to be a slugfest. Yeah, anytime Bam, all Bam wants to do is get in that phone box and throw punches. Yeah, but so every single time Bam fights, it's like he just pulls something out of you. Like his last fight was a fucking spinning elbow, and you're like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah, no, he does. He does do that. Um, Curious beats world number one. Oh, sorry, did you have something else to say to that? Oh, I was just going to say. Cleve informed me because Bam was dominating the, the headlines this week. 
Um, Rob Whitaker for it, didn't even know, but he got up. Decision, but absolutely dominated. Yeah. So it's just weird to see, like, you know, everyone that Adesanya comes up against in, like, the championship fights, it just seems like he just grinds one out. Yeah. But when he fights Whitaker, he knocks him out. <laughs> but everyone who Whitaker fights except Adesanya, he just dominates them. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not even funny. He's a, he's a, in a world class of his own. Yeah. Adesanya. He, he even said, oh, Whitaker said it after the fight. He's like, apart from the champion, I am the most dominant fighter in this division. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, that's the problem. There's one yeah, above there's, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The man who's knocked you out twice. All right, Kyrgios beats world number one, Medvedev. Medvedev. Three, yeah. Medvedev. Medvedev. Uh, hate Medvedev, so fuck the cunt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, 3-1 in sets, made it look easy. What yeah, you, I, um, I watched the last two sets. I was keeping up to date with the scores, but I watched the last two sets this, av- or this morning. And um, you know when Medvedev usually plays people and he makes it look almost too easy. He's in, in complete control of the pace and everything like that. Kyrgios did that exact same thing to Medvedev, which is very un like Like, usually he's just pulling highlight plays and making it work. It was just, like, real classy. He made it look easy. He, he said in his um, in a interview post whatever um, that he's been actually watching his games back and seeing what he can what he can do better. So he's practicing. Sort yeah. of, sort of funny that like, he's only just started doing this as a professional you, athlete. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you just doing that now? Is this a major? Yeah, yeah, US Open. Wow. It's just it was weird to see that on the scorecard when you say like number one seed defeated by the twenty sixth seed. Yeah. yeah, in four sets. Do you think that um, if Kyrgios wins this major, does that just unlock something? And he's yeah, I he, think so. He's yeah. on like yeah. a maybe career high ten, maybe ten majors. Would you go as far as no, 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 no. ten majors? No, you I'd say he's not I winning know. ten majors. I reckon, I reckon his ceiling would be four, four, yeah, four. ceiling anywhere like, from one to four. I feel yeah. like he's been around for a while. He's just been a yeah, bit he has chaotic. Been, yeah, mm. yeah. So I feel like if he hones in for a few years, he could definitely get there. Well, all the um, all the top players in the world say. One of the low, lower seated players that everyone hates going up against is Curios because he's got the ability to beat anyone. But he just doesn't put it together all that often. So he's um, highly regarded in terms of what he's got, what he can do. So I, I suppose if he does go on a run, yeah, maybe he can get on a bit of a roll and win some win some majors. But let's just see if he can get one first. Yeah, he need, yeah needs yeah needs to bag tens a lot. Yeah, needs to bag that one. Um, so that means he's beaten the round of sixteen. So he's into the quarterfinal. Oh, a few games to get. Yeah, a few games to get. And he's got an, a relatively easy opponent. I can't remember his name, but as far as uh, US Open goes at this stage of the competition, it's very winnable. So nice. we could, well, I think we'll see him in a semi at least. Let's go Curios. Let's go Let's Curios. Go. Cleve. This is your domain, mate. I think you're looking up uh, who he's coming up against. I, I am, and I'm having absolutely no luck. Uh, okay. Sorry for the listeners out there. Bit of uh, unorganised chaos. Well, that is chaos, really. Unorganised chaos. No, you want organised chaos. Child, things are going to get easier. Ooh. It'll be um, it'll be Kachanov. Not it, saying that right, that's for sure. No idea. Kachanov. 
What's, What's his ranking? Kyrgios? What's he? He's see? ranked twenty-seven. Kyrgios ranked twenty-three, and he's another Russian. Mm. There you Ka- go. His name's Karen. Karen Kachanov. There, there you go. <laughs> so he's seated higher, has a better chance against him. Hopefully, he plays well. Yep. <gasps> okay. Nice. Here we Cle- go, Cleve. Hit us off with the next dot point. Oh, mate. This is just an absolute shit show. Is it? Uh, Ricardo, officially out. Yeah, we touched on yeah. that last week. Um, don't think he's going to have a seat next year. Wow. So does does that mean he out. probably doesn't get back in ever again? Um, it's hard to say. Like, he said he would take a... Um, a year off if there was no good offers on the table. But I think if he takes a year off, he doesn't get back in unless it's like they have COVID reserve drivers and whatever else. So, but I mean, 24 mil to not do anything next year. Beautiful. Okay. Sounds pretty good to me. Sounds like a pretty good retirement package. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, Oscar Piastri taking his seat. So one Aussie unseats another. Do you know how long that contract is for? No. It would be a I think it'd be at least a couple of years. Yep. Um decent coin? Probably not. No. He's rookie. Yep. Hasn't driven in F one, so uh, it'd probably be a mil, two mil, something like that. Is it in his contract this or is, is it in this contract that he McLaren gets to first option to re sign him or they left that out again? <laughs> 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 yeah. No, you'd think he'd be staying there. Um, it's pretty rare for a rookie to come into a team that's, you know, fourth, fifth best. They pretty much always go into one of the bottom three. So I think it's a good opportunity for him to see how that goes. Um, it's just, yeah, a little bit weird to see that. So Oscar Piastri's manager is Mark Webber, who's Australia's, well, not most successful, but recently most successful F1 driver. And then he was replaced by Daniel Ricciardo at Red Bull. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. he orchestrated Daniel Ricciardo's replacing, replacement at McLaren. So a little bit of it, karma. It's just all come full circle. Wow. On the carousel of Australian F1 drivers. I thought yeah. Mark Webber was a V8 supercars driver. So did I. <laughs> No. Did he drive in the V8 supercars? No, is that how he no, started? I don't know. No. I reckon if you look it up, he was in the V8 no, supercars. No. no. He was there was a Weber, wasn't there? I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, look it up. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mark Weber, he's a V8 supercar great. Weber no. was at Red Bull before it was Red yeah. Bull. When it used to be Jaguar <laughs> F1 and then Red Bull bought it. <laughs> no. That's I'm how I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving up on this dream. It's not a yeah, dream. No. It's, no. it's a... Yeah, so that's oh, he commentated exciting. the V8. He drove in the V8 supercar. He's never driven a V8 supercar. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Oh, well. Surely his family bought him one of those tickets to get around around the track or something. <laughs> Is that what he <laughs> Down at like? Bathurst. Yeah. 60 yeah. bucks to he's, go around. He's got the strongest chin in the world. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit, he looks really like Italian or something. Oh, he's yeah. from Queanbeyan. Oh, nothing good's come out of Queanbeyan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Man United bring Arsenal supporters back down to earth, beating them 3-1. Fucking oath. How good. So my predictions are right. What was your prediction? Well, we went through the... Oh, yeah, yeah, we you said they were the going to come second. And the, no, I was, well, no, I said uh, between my one and four teams, 
and Man United was last. Well, they're sitting in fourth at the moment. So I thought I swear you came out and said that United was going to come second. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure think, you said they're going to be up there. Well, listeners, give me some feedback because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said either third or fourth because I said West Ham was going to come fourth, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't that, know. But that was because a, a good mate of mine follows them. But I'm pretty sure I had them coming in third. And yeah. so my predictions are, are getting there. I feel like the football world is a better place where Man United are playing well. Don't you support Man United? Yeah. So you're so up and about. No, it's uh, fucking not. It, it's huh? not. Yes, it is. No, the it's football not. world is a much happier place where Manchester United is shit. Well, okay. Man United and you guys, Arsenal have you guys, the worst fucking fans in the world. Aren't you sick of City? Way above Liverpool. Oh, no, Liverpool fans are the worst. Aren't you sick of City just fucking, fucking around and winning Premier League after Premier League? Just yeah, but then they don't do anything in Europe, so it's fine. Yeah, well, you look. Do they need to, though, please? Yeah, yes. of course they do. If they don't start doing something in Europe, then it's just the whole... City process will start will start to become a bit of a failure. The one thing that stands above everything else is Champions League. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's something that City hasn't done. Never the will. Last time they were there, they lost to Chelsea. Yeah, that was a stitch <laughs> up. And then they blew a, a three-one aggregate lead in two minutes against Real Madrid. I remember the night of that. Hey, hey, Champions hey! League shut final. the fuck <laughs> up! Like I can hear you. <laughs> I know that's why I'm speaking. Um, the night of that Champions League final, Jacko and I were at uh, at a pub. And I said, here, let's put 50 bucks each on this match. And he's like, no, nah, fuck off. I'm like, why? Like, Chelsea is paying $4 to win. I'm like, this is very much in your favour. Yeah. So, no, fuck off. So I put 50 bucks on Chelsea to win on Sportsbet. And it was paying $4.10. So Beautiful. Like, That's value. Yeah. Champions League final. Thanks for coming, he says. 100%. Charity. It was. It was Anyways, fun. I think it's a bit too early to be uh, – Thinking how the Premier League is going to pan out in the top fours and whatnot, so uh, let's just uh, keep that at bay, fellas. Okay, <laughs> anything can happen. All right, so we got the AFL finals week. Yeah, big done request. and dusted. First, first week. First week done and dusted. Did anyone watch the f- AFL? Did watch a few games. Me and Jack watched a little bit on Saturday, and we caught the end of the Brisbane versus. Richmond game, which was a crazy finish, um, seventeen lead changes. Seven. That was just. Was that just in the font? No, that was the whole game. That was the whole game. That's insane, though. Yep. And um, a bit of controversy because Richmond actually scored a goal late in the game, but it went up to the match review or the goal review, and one of the Brisbane players touched it, making it a behind. But in hindsight. You can only overturn it if it's definitive, and it definitely wasn't definitive. And some fans had camera angles in the stands, and you can see the air between the post and the ball. So it clearly wait, wait, went wait. over. Are you saying that the player touched the ball and then it went through the middle of the sticks? And they that, that was the they overturned it to make that the call, but you can only overturn it if it's definitive. Yeah, but did the player touch the ball? Well, not not until it was after through, over the line. Not until it was after over the line. Like it was, it was close. It was almost impossible to tell, even slowing it down. Oh, so benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you can't overturn it unless it's yeah. definitive. So bit of a stitch up for Richmond, but I um, think it was you, Tyler, who was telling me that someone was about to get up eleven k on Sportsbet. Maybe it wasn't you, but anyway, someone was supposed to get up eleven k on Sportsbet, and his last multi was Richmond to win. Oh, 
and they lost by three points now in the I'd, last 90 seconds. I'd <laughs> like to ask you a question, Tyler, because we were sitting here watching the AFL, and I think you were a first-time watcher. No, I wasn't. Well, fucking, I, I haven't really watched the AFL. I've gone to a few games, but I couldn't tell but you. But, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an amateur watcher at best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you if you – I saw you getting a little concerned with the rules. I was getting um, frustrated. So I'm going to I'm gonna relay some stats from the Lions okay. versus Tigers game. Uh, do you know what a disposal is? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's when you hit it in either the right-hand side or left-hand side of the goalpost and it goes in between. <laughs> <laughs> Are you <laughs> yeah, so there's three posts, and if it's in the left <laughs> and the right, oh no, sorry, that's a behind. A disposal is any time you kick or pass the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do know that because I bet on it all the time. Well, there were the lines had. Okay, maybe we do a little bit of. Um, would you rather? Right. Oh no! Not do you really. mean to? Do you mean to guess? Yeah, who had the most disposals? Brisbane. Is that because you just saw? No, I didn't say. Well, they had 336 and the, the Tigers had 320. Okay. So I'm not really sure on AFL terms if that's high or low. I feel like that's pretty... I feel like the disposal would be pretty normal throughout a game, you know Pretty I mean? normal. And then obviously kicks. Um, who had the more kicks? Like goals? Kicks. Who Just kicked kicks it more time? in general? Yeah. Rich, Richmond. Yep. Yeah. By six. Because they're more of a kicking team compared to Brisbane's more of a passing team. <laughs> a handballing team. Yeah, handballing team. Um, Just in my opinion. but I wonder if they have um, tackles. What so do you mean? They, don't, they don't know how to make a tackle, those blokes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hang on. So what, what are you trying to get at here, Jacko? I don't know. I'm just trying to talk more about the AFL because that's what the listeners want. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about because I've only watched like four games in my life. This but. is like when Brad was informing the viewers of how many minutes <laughs> NBA players were. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler goes to me Next time Don't well, even talk about the minutes leave right? it, Just leave out the minutes <laughs> So <laughs> we anyways We don't need to know the minutes The 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 Tigers lost What was the score? 104 Or was 106 to 104 And the Lions won And Fun fact The Tigers That's a high scoring game The Tigers Were In front for 96 minutes of the game. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a f- little fun fact for everyone. So there. There, was only, it, there was 17 lead changes in four minutes, basically. Well, yeah, I guess so. Are you sure? Well, that's what the thing says. 90, so time, they were, they time were in front, Lions, 28 minutes. Time in front, Tigers, 96 minutes. Isn't it an 80-minute game? No, it's 120. Oh, it's 100. What? <laughs> 20 minute quarters We looked 20, it up the other day 20 minute quarters So no 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 So 20 minute quarters But then they do Stoppage time And then they continue On with the stoppage time oh, yeah. don't, don't they call the clock off Every time there's like A free kick or no, a penalty I'm pretty sure there is 25 minutes in a quarter I thought so 25 minutes in a quarter Because right, this says Yep Biggest lead 16 points Quarter 3 23 minutes And 10 That must That must just be Including all the stoppages 20, 20 minutes plus time on Yeah, yeah. There you go Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, that was <laughs> that was this for a fucking little AFL segment. I reckon we could be um, commentators. H- how Probably. did our tips go last week, though? Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure we got them all right, bar the Richmond game. Okay, yeah, because I, I tipped Brisbane. 
Yeah, you tip Brisbane, but you also but then you tip, tip the Bulldogs the and Melbourne. Yeah. I only pick the dogs because of our mate Bev. Doggies, doggies, doggies. Shout out to Bev, friend of the show. Shout okay, and then we're moving on to game two. Oh, yeah. Hit Recap me. of the Melbourne versus Sydney. Okay. Oh, we're doing a recap. Well, not a recap, but a discussion. Okay. No, let's just do our predictions for this week. <laughs> you want to I don't want to hear how many fucking disposals they had. How many behinds that? What was the rule that you were very concerned about? We need to get someone on. Oh yeah, so this is the thing that gets me with the AFL, right? So there's <laughs> fuck tons of space on an AFL field, right? So so I played a season of AFL, not that not that high either. So I could answer your question here. Okay, let me ask it first. So, there's all this oh, space God. on an AFL field, right? Oh, Somehow, fucking six blokes are always in like a scrum fumbling the fucking ball. So, that's the first thing that gets me. Second of all, <laughs> there's so much space, right? Think about how many good athletes there are in the NRL that could make someone look silly one-on-one with that much space. Why don't they run the ball? Well, Jack told me that you can't run further than two bounces of the ball in AFL. No. W- one bounce. No, that's wrong. So I thought so. It, I looked it up. It's one bounce. Yeah, it's one bounce per 15 metres. So you yeah. can't run further than 15 meter, no. metres. Yeah. I, I, I thought that made up. sense. That was pissed me up. off because imagine imagine if like one team goes all out attack and then you get the ball in the halfway line, no one's in front of you, you've got to kick it after two bounces. Like, no, no, that's not right. So the, uh, the first question, right? So with the, the scrum that you're calling. Oh, it's right? more of like a shit fight. Yeah. yeah. Really. So, once you pick up that ball and you look to give to someone and you get tackled, it's called a ball. Yeah, I know So, that. you get balled. So, we, in saying that, no one wants to, like, you don't want to be in that situation. So, you want to give as, like, the best opportunity to your teammate not to get balled. But they uh, always do. I was looking at the AFLQ. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So That was my main concern because I was thinking, what if you happen to have this – I don't know the AFL players that well, but surely there's one player in particular that's a really good ball runner and he can only run one bounce of the ball. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Anyway, but that makes more sense. Well, fun fact. Well, another fun fact. Oh, fun. These have all been really fun so far. <laughs> <laughs> and correct. <laughs> <laughs> Is this about the AFL or the AFL Q? Just so I know. <laughs> so, who has bounced the ball the most in the AFL? And this season? No, no, no. Over a career, Brent Harvey. If you know who that is, as I've if they no keep idea. that stat, that's sort of so impressive. How many? How many times do you think that he bounces the ball per game? Per game? Yeah. Wait. Think about it. And he's the most ever. I reckon about twenty to twenty-five. No, they don't bounce the ball that much. That's what I'm saying. They barely run the ball. It does my head in. I'm going to say like ten. He had the highest average of more than three a game. See, that's ridiculous. So three bounces a game. See that they, the they never run the ball. Wow! So just had one but like, why run the ball when you can kick the ball? Oh, if the, there's so like as in the ball no one goes can catch faster than <laughs> yeah, no one can catch. There was but then, a fucking. But then cool, you look at like uh, Carmichael Hunt, cool you know, speckies and like, stuff. Oh no, the, the, stuff like. there was like a 15 minute period where I was like, "This is actually ridiculous." Like, I'd rather go watch under sixes, <laughs> <laughs> but because they just couldn't catch a ball, they were fucking everything up. I'm like, just catch it and run or do something. But after that. Every single minute of the AFL I watched this week was really enjoyable. So there you go. So yeah, the Swannies won. Um, the Cats won. 
big time friend of the podcast, massive Cats fan, and he actually put us in a group chat. Tyler who's, included. Who's this? Who's this? Jackson. Oh, Jackson oh, okay. Bogdowski, yeah. Just Jackson Bogdowski's put us in a group chat. And let me just read some messages that Tyler sent <laughs> to a long-time <laughs> AFL fan. <laughs> Mid-game. Thank you very much. What game was this during, Jacko? Uh, the, the Cats versus Collingwood, which yeah. also was a great game. Yeah, it was a great Tyler, finish. Great finish. Um, Huge well, comeback. The Cats were um, they were struggling for a while there. Yeah, lots of lead changes. So Tyler, <laughs> Tyler goes, Geelong's defense on the break is gross. Fucking three on one. Can't those cunts count numbers? <laughs> you could just imagine watching an AFL game and then Tyler getting the shits going, what the fuck is going on? So what did he hit back with? And then he goes, bit of catch and pass practice wouldn't go with this either. <laughs> <laughs> this was during the 15-minute period where nothing went right. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So, yeah. And so the... Uh, what and did he hit back with? No, just, just ignored it. <laughs> Best thing to do, I think. Okay. But oh. the... Um, yeah, the Collingwood was in front for 91 minutes of that game. Yeah. And they lost by six. So... Well, Collingwood still have a chance, and if they win this game against the Dockers, they're going against the Swannies. And if, well, either Lions or Melbourne win, um, I'm pretty sure that's Melbourne Demons. Yeah, they go against the Cats, isn't it? Oh, it's the Demons, right? Or yep. is it the Devils? Poor. I think it's the Demons. It's the Demons. Ah, there you go. Cleve <laughs> confirmed. It is the Demons. <laughs> <laughs> Just to confirm. It's the one thing I didn't need to look up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm backing in. I'm backing in. So the the Cats get a week off and Swannies get the week off as well. Yep. So What's the, the tips, Brad? The, four, oh, the two games that, that are being played this week, I think the Pies get up against the Dockers and I think the Lions get up against Melbourne. Wow, the Lions get up against Melbourne. That's huge. Yeah, yep. Underdog. Wow. I'm any, sticking with the tips. I'm sticking I'm, with the favourites, I think. I'm sticking with the Demon Devils. <laughs> and I'm going with Fremantle to <laughs> Fremantle to um to beat Collingwood because they're in the better form. Four in a row. Four in a row, but didn't they just scrape in the the final? No, they finished on the exact same amount of wins and losses on the ladder. Wow. See, I told you I didn't do doing my research. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Now we're going so to have to put AFL brackets in our little search thing. <laughs> when we read so, Jackie, you're just tipping the, yeah, tipping the, tipping the favourites? Collingwood and Melbourne, I think that Collingwood played pretty well. They always yep. play pretty well, uh, scrape out a win most of the time, and I think they'll do it again. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Cleve? Mate, can't go past the Swannies. Swannies aren't playing. I'm saying overall. Oh right, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm back in this. I'm back in the Swans and the Cats in for the grand final, and the Swannies win a flag. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, anyway, this week's oh, game, yeah. Cleve. <laughs> Cleve, the two games. It's, it's it's Melbourne versus Brisbane. Yeah, look, I don't have anything good to add to this because, unlike you guys, I did not watch any of it. Well, what colours um, do you like better? Do you like burgundy and blue or royal blue and red? This is a bit... Wait, who's, bur- like who's burgundy and blue? 
Brisbane Lions. And yellow. No, they yeah, got yellow in there. No, yeah. they yeah. But the logo is burgundy yeah. and blue. And what yeah. was the other colours? Uh, royal. Uh, it's a royal blue. What is it? Uh, I thought it was black. No, no, no. It's the, the lines. And then the... um. Well, Brad, why are we talking about colours? Brad doesn't even know what the fucking colours they are. <laughs> so. Can you see those colours? I don't even know what burgundy is. Really? <laughs> no idea. All I'm looking at is the teams. Do you, know, do you know Ron Burgundy? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Jack had a statue of Ron? Oh, I missed Burgundy. that statue. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I reckon if I had a statue now, I'd be f- I'd be where I hold on my stash. <laughs> All right, this has gone know. way downhill. <laughs> Cleve, Col- Collingwood, the fucking Collingwood <laughs> and the Lions. Okay, there nice. you go. There and we the go. Lions. There it is. There so it is. thanks for um, listening to the AFL <laughs> recap, and I'm sure everyone got something out of that. So, quick fire questions. This week we're doing generalising athletes. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Dockers game. Oh, well, moving on. And the Dockers came back, just so you're aware. Yeah, they did. Actually, they came back from a huge scoreline. Yeah, like they're th- down 44. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Dockers were the last leg of my multi, and I'm like, oh, that'd be right. Fuck this game. And then they came back, and it was really fun to watch. Um, quick, fire, quick fire questions. Generalising athletes. So, we're just going to generalise group generalize groups of athletes um look not my best but we're going to get through it anyway what pro sport has the most unathletic looking athletes i've i've got two yes yeah, um one much more so than the other darts wow oh, i was going to do that one i didn't know the the most disgusting rigs you've ever seen <laughs> and about 25% of professional golfers mm-hmm. okay Mm. But, but, but you, you can't generalise a 25%. Okay. Would you Would well, you say that... Golfers. Yeah, you can't really say golfers because like, if you're pairing up majority of the golfers who are pretty beef and buff, and they would definitely... Um, but the majority of them aren't. Like Cam Smith's number two in the world and he's like the most skinny-looking bloke you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he's un- unathletic. It's not, it's not that's, un- that's, that's unathletic. It's not an athletic body type. But What's then, an, uh, but then you it? look at guys who ride bikes. No, nah, like, they've got huge fucking legs. Yeah, but look, they got little dinosaur arms. Yeah, what um, we're saying is like, if you take your shirt off, what are we? What are we dealing with here? I oh, mean, like, okay. look, you end up with Shane Lowry, um, who's who wouldn't want to see him with his kid off. <laughs> to be fair, who, what was his name? Harry. I Harry like to Hicks. see unathletic bodies. <laughs> <laughs> is that because of me? No, I, I didn't mean to look at you when I said that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, well, th- I just Jack, find it interesting. You know what I like. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, your first one was awesome, Cleve. I reckon the oh. darts there. Yeah, I really didn't even think about that. Then you could like throw in like bowling as well. Damn it. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Thanks, um, Brad. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in and be like sumo wrestling. Yeah, but that's I was thinking, is that prof- a professional fo- a professional sport? Because I couldn't figure that out. Yeah, yeah, but technically it's that sport, so I don't think it's unathletic because they would be perfectly primed for that sport. Oh, that's true. That's a different way of looking at it. So, like, yeah, that, that, no, that's, that's like the yeah. perfect way that they need to look. Yeah, but I think we said unathletic looking athletes. Uh, so sumo wrestlers is definitely one. What pro sport has the most unathletic looking? Ass- oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, cornhole. Ah, oh, nice. Is that Corn- professional? Yeah. Cornhole. What's cornhole, Jack? It's where you. It's an American game, and it's where you get your little fucking sandbags. Oh yes, I've seen that on TikTok. And you throw them in 
like from the, a distance. Yeah. Yeah. It is they probably are quite unathletic unless it's me and Jack playing in Nashville. Yeah. Then it's very athletic. Yeah. <laughs> Super athletic. That was uh, embarrassing actually. Yeah, all these guys were like getting swishes through the hole and I was getting buddy sacks full of beans on my feet. <laughs> Better than something else. <laughs> Uh, I went bowling or fishing. Mm. With some, mm. there's some bad rigs fishing. Mm. I yeah. could definitely say that. Yeah, definitely say that. Just I, I love that when you see like the videos of people going out to on the professional fishing tournaments and they've got their fishing boat, but it's got like 900 horsepower. Yeah, outboards on the back, so and an esky full of piss. Yeah, literally just sit there drinking and <laughs> flicking lines to <till laughs> something comes in. <laughs> Hey, I like it. Next one. What pro sport has the best looking athletes? Beach volleyball. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Male and female. Like, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Did you think about that? Uh, just then, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with Iron Man or Iron Woman. Sorry, that's not a pro sport. It's only amateur. What? Volleyball's in, the, in volleyball. the Olympics. Exactly why it's amateur. What? Oh, no, they changed that rule, but I'm pretty sure it's only an amateur sport, isn't it? No, they have professional. Do they have a league? I know volleyball has a league, but I've also seen some shocking rigs in volleyball. Yeah? Not in beach volleyball. No, not in beach volleyball. Anyway. beach volleyball. Go down to Bondi. We'll let that go. Brad? Yeah, Iron Man or Iron Woman. Mm, These are much better than mine. Um, Best looking athlete. I don't know because there's like some really good looking blokes out there and females. But then you think about the sport or you think about that person and then you think about the sport and then you think about all the fat cunts in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. There's a lot of fatties. Not that, not that <laughs> being fat's unattractive. Anyways. Whatever you're into. Best looking. Um, you got to factor in like the face as well, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, um... Oh no! See, I don't know. I was going to say F one, but they all got fucking smash crab looking faces. <laughs> Wait, have you seen Charles Leclerc? There's some good looking ones. No. Have you seen Sir Louis? Sir Louis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. Wouldn't kiss him. George Russell, Mick Schumacher. Nah, they all look fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so who is who? What is the best looking athlete? Um, honestly, can't tell you. Well, I went football players. There's some good-looking blokes in some in pro football leagues. Uh, what are you talking about? Like NFL? No, no, soccer. Sorry, soccer. yeah, so oh, football, soccer. football. Football. No, definitely not the NFL. Harry Maguire. Yeah, you see, look at him. He's, he's a he's a, ugly. He's a stunner. Harry Kane. Harry Kane's good-looking sort. I I wouldn't say Harry him. Kane looks like he always has a I stream of saliva coming out of his. <laughs> <head>. <laughs> Tim Kale? <laughs> yeah, there's heaps of good looking ones. Yeah, that's true. I and think like that's a well rounded OG Beckham. Yeah, and it's they're diverse, like they've got all different nationalities, so there's plenty of good different um good looking blokes and they're quite stylish as well. So yeah, good bodies. So yeah. Love that. What do you reckon, Jay? Nothing? Um I'm gonna have to go with football because apparently the hottest male athlete is David Beckham. That's a big call, but he's good looking. He's uh, very good looking. I wouldn't mm. disagree with that. No. I wouldn't. Even though he's retired? Tiger Woods is number 50. Oh, oh no what? way. 
Uh, Magic Johnson, 48. Nah, Magic Johnson. Baseball? Nah, they're all fucking. No, no way. I'd go, they're probably down with the unathletic ones, if anything. Uh, what sport has the best party culture? Leighton Hewitt's number 43. He's pretty good looking in his time. Is this like 2006? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan's 37. I don't Aaron Rodgers, 36. I reckon he looks better now that he's got like a bit, he's aged a little bit and there's a bit of grey in his long hair. Let me see who number one pepper. is. Yeah. Who the fuck writes this article? This going to be like, oh, I'll tell you who's, tell you what's really good. Diving. That's a good sport. Dwayne Wade's number 18. Now, that's something I can agree with. Yeah, he's a good looking boy. Good style. Mm. Um, What's number uh, one? Was John Cena up there? Did, is that what I saw? <laughs> 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 Swimmers. You can't see him. How would you know he's good looking? <laughs> Kobe Bryant, number. He's actually 12. not bad looking, I suppose. Sergio Ramos, rate that. He's good looking. Mm. Uh, now. He wasn't before when he had the long hair. Steph Curry's no, no. number four. Well, oh. No, I wouldn't put him as four. Alex Rodriguez from the baseball. That looks like Cristiano? Steph Curry. I reckon Ronaldo David will be, be one. David Beckham's number two. I reckon Cristiano. Ronaldo. Tom Brady's number one. Oh, yeah. this is a stitch up. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> this Next is, question. This is going to be this one of those ones bait. when Next you get to the question. end and it says April Fool's, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what pro sport has the best party culture? Snowboarding, hands down, not even a competition. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's fucked. Having been around a couple of them, like, they're fucked. Have you had any good experience with a pro surf, uh, snowboarder? Oh, like, the amount of substance <laughs> and just piss they put back at, like, the pub after any day, like, any given day that they're riding, they're fucked up. I wonder if it's because I feel like you don't get as hungover when you're out in the snow. Yeah, you walk outside, just get slapped in the face by cold air. Yeah. Good to go. Mm. Did it for three months. It was great. Yeah, nice. Not, yeah, the, pro, not the pro th- snowboarding <laughs> part. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Cleve saying that, I'd, I can't I can't like disagree with him if he's saying that and he's seen it firsthand. Mm. Like, I, what else would – who else would do that? Well, what's best party culture? Because best party culture to you or best party culture to me could mean something different. Oh, well, let's just generalise. That's what we're doing. Um, okay. Um, well, based on our who likes to party and gamble and stuff, I'm going to go NBA. I reckon they're oh, – actually, well, they do like their red wine. I don't yeah, know. it's a sophisticated party. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Wine and cheese board. Yeah. And hookers. <laughs> <laughs> NRL players? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I reckon that it's not necessarily a good thing. Usually most of the party stories that come out are a bad thing. Yeah. But they do party a lot. They do go hard. Yeah. They do. Go, not so much anymore because of the Mad Monday rules and everything. But Apparently um, the West Tigers party a lot. That's why they're always in shambles for the whole year. <laughs> <laughs> I love the story about Brett Finch, how he got called up to play for New South Wales and he was in the middle of a five-day bender and rocked up to training on the Tuesday and played on the Wednesday. It's an all-time <laughs> story. Good on him. The um, sport. Speaking of um, hookers and sports athletes, um, did you see Andy Ruiz is sponsored by OnlyFans? Oh, yeah. Not that people with OnlyFans are hookers, but... Well, who? Aren't they? No. Who oh, is? Oh, no, they're Jack- not, no. 
Andy the Ruiz. Boxer, the guy that knocked out AJ. Oh, right. He fought today. Had it on. We were watching yeah, he's it. Yeah, sponsored by OnlyFans. It was there on his go. little dressing gown. <laughs> would you Would you pay for his OnlyFans? I don't know who it is, so I'm. I don't think I'm paying for anyone's OnlyFans. <laughs> you definitely wouldn't pay for this guy's OnlyFans. Oh, there you go. He's a big mama, heavyweight boxer. Oh wow! Yeah, no, no. I would. I wouldn't be subscribing. I don't know what else you're gonna get because you see his titties here on Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, what pro sport has the most obnoxious athletes? NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I think the um, like ego boosted kind of thing. Yeah, just like, just like, yeah, huge egos. Majority yeah. out. I think the minority outweighs the majority in the NFL. There are definitely some egos in the NFL. Big egos. Yeah, big. Like the fact that they go to the extent that they they just say, "I'm not going to play this year because you haven't upgraded my contract." Yeah, or uh, people sitting out the season. Or Brad's favorite player. <laughs> Dancing on other people's logos. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster. I rate that though. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah. Juju Until on their beat. Pumped. Hey? Until you get pumped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with anyone who makes the Olympic hundred meter sprint. Oh. Yeah. Why? Just like So you you're saying um It's all ego. You're saying um what's his name? You're saying Bolt. Ego, 100%. 100%. He, he, called, he, called the, um, he called the football here in Australia the worst ever, and he was shitty. He, he couldn't even make it at, yeah. the, New, at the Newcastle Jets or whatever they're called. Central, well, to yeah. be Central Coast, Coast, Mariners, Coast Mariners, yeah. Mariners, yeah. To be fair, if you're given Usain Bolt a run, um, it is considered probably the worst sports league in the world. It's <laughs> the pretty, league sucks. It's pretty indicative of, but then oh, like let's just give Usain here. Bolt. Yeah, around. it's a double-edged yeah. sword because you're like, for him to go in and play that at at the A-League is almost like pretty much him going like, well, yeah, they allowed me to play there. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so shit because I played here. And I'm not even fucking professional sports. Like, I don't even play football. Yeah, I don't know. 100-meter <laughs> sprinters. I'm going to pay closer attention to them. Yeah, go look them up. Look them up. Like, yeah, just cockheads. <laughs> I I think I would have to go with NRL. Yeah, but there's also no, a lot there, of good there, guys. There's a lot of good guys, but there's a lot of just obnoxious pricks. I Is could see that. Taylor May did. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a serious got, shirt col- like colorful. He got, got charged for it as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like the thing I don't understand with the NRL guys, it's like. Mate, you're at most on a million dollar contract. Like, you're not that much better than anyone else. Yeah, and the fact that ma- majority of them are on, like, still good money and good on them. Yeah, but for 10 years. Yeah. And then what? You're a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit rude. Well, like, it's most of them end up in random. No, nah, not anymore. They got, like, they got, like, programs where you develop your skill set as you're playing and you stuff. You can work as an NRL admin analyst. <laughs> Yeah, most of them go on the uh, Channel 9 uh, fucking... Broadcast team now. Yeah, they go on Channel 9 payroll. Yeah. That's Channel 9's problem. Put a teleprompter for Sam Thiday because he can't read. He's been hit on the head too many times. (laughs) 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 No, what's actually wrong with him? He's dyslexic. 
<laughs> I didn't know that until because I was saying how bad he was at it, and then Brad's like, "Oh, he's dyslexic." I'm like, yeah, "Oh, I, sorry." I about only that. said that because of what <laughs> it's, it's been. It's been brought up before. So. Uh. <laughs> hey, if you're not good at something, you're not good at something. <laughs> it is what it is. You're a good footy player. Um, not obnoxious, by the way. No, not obnoxious, and that's why I do podcasting. Yeah, I'm great at it. Uh, what? Oh yeah, I've already read this. Oh, I said football players. I reckon they're all a bunch of fucking sooky little twats. To be honest with you, like (laughs) they get clipped on the ankle. Oh, what the fuck? Fuck off. Get up and play on. Seriously. And also, like the fact that it's always someone else's fault when they're not playing well. You know what I mean? They don't take accountability. At least NRL players, they always take accountability for their performances on the field. Yeah. So anyway. That's, they're good looking though, so they get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> and they get paid a lot of money. Yeah, they get paid a shit ton of money. Yeah. I'd say NBA has a bit of egos. Yeah, they do, for sure. A lot of egos. Kevin Durant. They all think they're really tough. Yeah. Well, what's the thing? They um, who Were you talking about it? Maybe it was, I was talking about it at work. But um, what's his face? Uh, Jamal. Oh, not Jamal. Jamal No, Mar- plays for the Grizzlies. Jamal Morant. Yeah. Apparently he's like an Ivy League kid. And apparently he acts like he grew up in the hood and Jimmy Butler hates it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, a bit of beef. No one respects him in the NBA apparently. Wow. Because he went to like full private college or Ivy League school and then he's like acting like he grew up in the hood. Paying for people's dinners and stuff. Well, is that is that because... He got a scholarship and everything like that, and he was actually living no, in think, the hood. I think his dad's loaded. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Don't fact check me on that, but yeah, that's just what I heard through the grapevine, <laughs> <laughs> aka Twitter. No, not even that. Oh, it was one of those random Instagram pages. <sighs> no, was it, it was just it was one of my clients. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I can actually believe that, to be honest. Yeah. I Go get him, Jimmy. Yeah. Clothesline him. <laughs> um, do we have, oh no, the fan question, we sacked that fan question, didn't we? Yeah, it was piss poor, piss poor Donald. Yeah, Donald. <laughs> Fucking hell. Actually, on that note, if you guys have some fan questions, because I'm running out of topics, as you can tell, for quickfire questions. <laughs> um, if you got some questions, we'll, we'll start making it quickfire questions, like fan questions, like fan mail. And you can ask us. The hottest top about the hottest topics in sport, and we will give you the most in depth, factual, true, <laughs> informative. That's the word I was looking for the whole time. Informative. Um, you can tell we're at the two hour mark. We'll Run try out of our words. best, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll give you some good info. Don't you worry about that. And truthful info. Yeah. Is that what you said? I think I think I use seven descriptive words all, in, all at once. Yeah. I've got a quick question for everyone. Go on. I was thinking about it after uh, having a little bit of a dessert. What's everyone's favourite dessert? Banoffee pie. Really? I'm in love with it. I can't believe I didn't know about banoffee pie until like five weeks ago. Now I've had it about four times. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Cleve? I think you're going to say the same thing, but sticky date. Yeah, sticky date pudding. Carl yeah. Matthews sticky date pudding. <laughs> I've heard a lot about this. Okay. Yeah, you had we it had it wedding. at the wedding. I didn't get any. Oh. Actually, neither did I. Wow, I had four. I can't get a pass. <laughs> 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 well, well, no wonder. <laughs> Acting like it was your wedding or something. 
Unreal. <laughs> I can't go past just fresh cookies. Oh, just out of the oven cookies? Or not even in, just cookie dough. Oh, just like just before it's cooked. Dough, like as in cookie, cookie dough, dough, just raw. Have you ever tried? The M&M one from Coles. Have you ever tried eating the whole thing? Yeah, like I've the, tried the a challenge? few times. Oh, that made, made yeah. me sick in high school. I reckon I've got through young. one before. No. I think I might have. Co- Costco used to sell this big red box of um, <laughs> pre-made cookie doughs. And it was like 104 or whatever. And we'd buy it, me and Maddie. And, um, yeah, when mum would go to make cookies, there'd be like 20 <laughs> left. <laughs> because you'd get home from school and you'd munch on like four or five and then you'd... Oh, that's gross. No, it's fucking nice. It is so gross. Well, cookie dough. I like, like I love, cookie I like, dough. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, raw cookie love dough. Love cookie dough. And then but like... Like having too much makes you feel yeah. crook as. I might get, get some fresh, tomorrow. Fresh cookies. Hot. Fluffy. But sturdy, you know? Sturdy, like crispy base. Do you want the chocolate to melt as you're eating it? Uh, semi, like semi. You know how you can like still see the shape, mm. but it like melts when you bite it. So, mm. so you want the ones that have come out of the oven about ten minutes ago and have firmed up, but they're still soft. Yeah, still soft on top, but firm at the bottom. Mm. You know what's also good? A donut, good qu- donut king. Original, what's it called? Cinnamon. The cinnamon. Yeah. Oh. Did you ever have the quake shakes? Yeah. Dude, so good. Kellyville Plaza. Mate, I remember remember when Quake Shades were like $7.90 and mum was like, nah, that's too much. Well, I think they were like five bucks when we started getting them. And they're like, I think they're like 14 bucks now. What? Yeah. For a milkshake. But then again, like what milkshake isn't 10 bucks? Yeah. And like you go to a cafe and get a little fucking piss piss poor small takeaway coffee cup, nine bucks. Hmm. I actually, actually no. When you saw me the other day at um, what's that cafe called? Sekulo. Sekulo. I couldn't get over the fact they charge more for a long black than a normal coffee. Yeah, that's insane. Eh? It's like how does that Why work? Is that? It's water in it. There's <laughs> no milk, but it's more. It's is easier it, to make. Is it like one of those? But it's pour over, isn't it? No, it's long black. It's like one of those oh, drips yeah. that Double they have shot? just ticking away. No, Double shot. No. Uh, I pay five bucks for my coffee. Is that too much? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's sort of like 40 cents too much. Almond latte. Double shot. Oh, that's the difference. Double shot. Yeah, five bucks there. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, not too bad. Anyway, on that note, we'll see you all next week because we're talking absolute nonsense (laughs) now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll see you back here for another week at the park up. Remember, fan mail. We want it. We want to hear it. Yep. Plug us at... The podcast, park, oh God, sorry, let me start that again. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter, the Parker Podcast. See you there. We'll see you later. Turtles. Bye.